0: What's that on up a yonder? Why, it looks like two hillbillies talking about mini trucks to me. Y'all are fixing to listen to the voice of the lowlife. Gather around and revel in the good word of the lowest common denominator podcast.
1: So, Shay, do you remember in high school when we all used to have these strange metal beaded necklaces?
2: Oh, my God, yes. And the or seashells.
1: The, and the, the puka shells. You remember the puka shells? Oh, I
2: absolutely remember the puka shells. At
1: what point did people start wearing bicycle chains as necklaces? Do
2: you remember this fad? I vaguely remember the bicycle chains, and I thought to myself, what if it cuts off your head?
1: Straight from the hills and hollers of eastern Kentucky, we're fresher than a dozen eggs from a one-legged brown hen. We put the cult in mini and culture. We are your voice of the L.O. life. I'm L.M.C., and this is my co-host, Shay Mullins. ho. Cut off your head. Awesome. And this is the lowest common denominator podcast. We hope that you've missed us because we have missed you. You know, I was actually going to go somewhere involving anal beads and the necklaces, but you just really, when you come into bicycle chain decapitation, you really just took me off my game. And, and I, I just stared at you in stunned silence because I didn't know what the hell to do with that. So, gruesome. so, you know, Shay, this is actually episode 10. We have actually made it to 10 episodes.
2: I cannot believe we've made it that far.
1: No, man, I think it's absolutely insane. This is something that started just as a little goofy project for us because, you know, we had a few minutes to kill occasionally. Yeah, And uh, and, and really it's because bored. we bored. Well, well, I'm never bored. Oh, I man. don't have the mental ability to be bored. In fact, I actually get mad when people say they're bored. Like my son, you know, he's 10. I'm bored. I just want to get him shaky. shake him. I'm not allowed to do that legally. <laughs> so let's act like I didn't say that. But... <laughs> I said, he'd be like, all right, man, you know, in a few years, just you'll never be bored again. Welcome to being an adult. <laughs> yeah. So we made it for 10 episodes, man. This is our 10th episode. And to celebrate our 10th episode and over 260 followers on Facebook and almost 250 likes, which I don't understand how those are different. How do you follow us but not like us? Do you follow us because you just want to like make fun? Well, hell, I'd make fun of it, so I'm fine with that. But do you follow us just because. I don't know, it makes you angry. Maybe you need a little morning frustration to start your day. I'm going to listen to those two idiots with microphones, and I'm going to have a horrible day all day while I eat my unsweetened grapefruit. I don't know.
2: Unsweetened grapefruit. Wow, that's <laughs> well, disgusting. You no, know, that's a
1: hell of a way to start a day, isn't Ugh, it? That's disgusting. Anyway, that's like the Kellogg's Corn Flakes breakfast on TV. You know, they used to show in the 90s and the 2000s. A complete breakfast is cornflakes and some sort of ambiguous fruit and juice. You know what? When I got cornflakes when I was a kid, it was cornflakes in a bowl, and it was accompanied with get your ass up out of bed, brush your teeth, and go to school. (laughs) Who the hell took the time to cut grapefruit with your cornflakes? And if they did, go ahead and make some sausage while you're at it, too. (laughs) That's
2: what I'm talking about, man.
1: So so anyway, (laughs) I digress. Um, Episode 10, we are am I'm, I'm blown away that we've actually made it this far. and We're celebrating this by having a special mega episode. Now, you don't have to listen to it all at once. You may want to divide it into halves. It is going to be a little bit of a long episode. But we have two special guests, not mm-hmm. just one. Mm-hmm. The first special guest is a name that at this point you may not be super familiar with, but you will be super familiar with him very soon because he is a show promoter with some history. And he is putting on a new show in Middlesbrough, Kentucky, called Revolution. And this show promoter is checking all of the boxes, and he is doing things completely right. And I have enjoyed watching his rise since starting advertising for the show all the way in October of last year, which way, you know, right at a, oh gosh, a year, I guess, to, to advertise, and that's that's so rare. Anyway,
2: most everyone does it like two months or something.
1: You know, my little side gig, the advising gig that I do for show promoters and stuff. Yeah, you're exactly right. You get a lot of people that will hit up three months before, two months before. I I want to put on a show. What do I do? Well, you Um, need to postpone it to next year.
2: (laughs) That's exactly what you need to do. Which,
1: I mean, this year, most people need to postpone it to next year. But, (laughs) eh, yeah, zombie Mm. apocalypse and all. Anyway, that being said, this cat right here has actually checked all the boxes he has went straight professional with everything he's done. He's not cut any corners, and that's something that really kind of blows my it, mind. You
2: know, it really is surprising because most shows you see that start off, they're kind of half-assed, and they don't really know what they're doing to start off with. No, absolutely. And half of them don't even have sponsors or know how to talk to people or get papers signed or any of that nature. Well, you know, even
1: before this guy had flyers, he was at other shows advertising with a banner, you know, talking to people, making those connections. And that has impressed me to no end. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest. Joining us today for the 10th episode of the Lowest Common Denominator Podcast. Blogcast? broadcast broadcast Podcast. <laughs> is former and current mini trucker, former club member, and current hottest Eastern Kentucky mini truck show coming out show promoter, Steve Tiller. How the hell are you doing, Steve?
0: pretty good guys how are
1: you well you know other than us trying to re-record this little intro thing two or three times and and kicking things under the desk and and dealing with your bionic fire alarm uh, <laughs> it's been absolutely awesome
2: <laughs> I mean for, I can add something to it you for, want something else to spice
1: no I don't don't if you touch that mic stand I will come over there <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I will
1: pour my Generic Mountain Dew on you, <laughs> Bong. which today's, today's Generic Mountain Dew is Big K Extreme Citrus Drop oh, Turbocharged. It's so disgusting. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Turbocharged. It is absolutely uh, turbocharged. It has double the caffeine of normal Big K Extreme oh. Citrus Drop. <laughs>
2: How many, how, many, how many milligrams does it have?
1: 72 for 12 ounces.
2: Holy crap, this this drink is nothing but caffeine. It's 70. Yeah, you're a wuss. Oh, my okay. God. Wow. So,
1: anyway, Steve, thank you for joining us. And today we're going to do a little talking Absolutely.
0: with you. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me.
1: It is such an honor. Man, you ain't got to thank us at all. You were definitely doing us a favor, and you were doing a favor for our listeners because, and I didn't say this to insult you earlier, but a lot of people don't know who you are yet. Even though you have done an excellent yeah. job promoting the show, they still want to learn the man behind the show, and that's what we hope to be able to bring out today. We hope to be able to bring out who you are, what you've done in the scene, and what your plans are. But first and foremost, why don't you tell us where you got your start, and not this time around? But let's talk a little bit in the past. What ever brought you into the mini truck world?
0: Oh well, wow. it's probably early two thousands, around two thousand four, two thousand five. Um, I think my first ever mini truck show was laid out at the park, actually. Awesome. Okay. Hey, and yeah, just so yeah, happens. Me and a few friends.
1: Just so happens the second guest on this episode is actually Jeffrey Dillard that used to put on laid out of the park. That is now behind the TriStar tradition. So that's a hell of an early segue right. for us. Right.
2: Hmm. Nice. Yeah,
0: I'm looking forward to that show, too, also.
2: <laughs> cool. So you can listen to yourself. But two thousand four,
0: two thousand five, I got uh, I got started. Went to the like I said, laid out the park was my first show. Uh, me and a bunch of friends went down. You know, seeing all the bag trucks, he kind of kind of latched on and went from there. I bought my first truck, it was a 2001 Extreme S10 extended cab. It was red, wasn't um, it? It was. It was red. No. Uh, static dropped it myself, put it on 20s, and as they say, it was history from there. No,
1: absolutely, man. Uh, it's interesting to me how people always get their inspiration. You were a mini trucker in Bell County, Kentucky, in Middlesbrough, which is not exactly known as the hotbed <laughs> of the mini truck scene, especially yeah. back in the mid to late 2000s. I
2: mean, it's literally filled with. Muscle cars.
1: And old cars and Pro Street Tri-Fives. Exactly. Yep.
2: There's literally it's... So I mean, they they have a big show over there just devoted to that.
1: Oh, yeah, they've got the, I guess, the Cruise in the
2: Crater thing. I didn't do. even want to say the name.
1: Well, okay, fair enough. We'll delete that in post-production. <laughs> okay. Let's not give them credit. Okay, so anyway, but you're in Middlesbrough, Kentucky. You're in Bell County, Kentucky. You're in the mountains, and you are not surrounded by a whole lot of mini-truckers. But for some reason, correct me if I'm wrong... You ended up starting one of the largest regional clubs in eastern Kentucky.
0: I did, I did. It was called Insane Customs. We had, um, of course, Middlesbrough was our base chapter. Uh, We had Tri-Cities. We had Kingsport area, uh, Tazeville, Tennessee area.
1: Hold on, Steve. I'm going to pick on you for a little bit. You had a Middlesbrough chapter. Yeah. And then eleven miles down the road, you have the Tazewell, Tennessee chapter. Come on now, for real?
0: No, we had we had uh, no, not an actual chapter. We had uh, members from Tazewell. Okay, I got but you. They, yeah. they run off of the Middlesbrough chapter. Well,
1: yeah. How did that start? How did you find footing to start a club? And and, and well, first answer this. I may be off of my numbers, <laughs> but but how many members did you have at your peak?
0: Oh, golly.
1: In my head, I was thinking we were, you were in the 40-50 range.
0: We, at one time, was about between 50 and 60. I remember one show. I cannot remember where it was at, but we rolled like 32 members, I think it was, to one show. From Jesus a local,
2: Christ. A local club with that many people in it. Talk about a rarity. Yeah. Uh, you don't
1: you don't see that anymore. And hell, you barely seen it back then. How did you start a club like that? How did it... I mean, were you just hanging out in a parking lot by yourself one evening, and then somebody else drove by in a static truck, and you all become friends, and it grew from there? I mean, give us a little history. How did how does one start a huge mini truck mostly club in Middlesboro, Kentucky? Yeah,
0: pretty much. Yeah, we we would me and my cousin and a few of my close friends. A lot of those had those had import cars. I think me and like three others was the only ones at the time that had had minis at the time. Uh, and then we we got together one evening. We were just talking, you know, wanted something we could all hang out, go to shows together. And we put our heads together and come up with insane customs. Uh, I don't even remember how we got the logo, man. To be truthfully honest about it, but it it just grew from there. And you at each a- show, we would have people come up and ask us, you know, how how can we do this? How can we do that? To to get in, and it just started blooming from there.
1: Oh, wow. So you actually had a lot of people see you guys repping a logo, and then they come up and started talking to you organically. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Okay. So, yeah, I've been to a couple of your events. Now, I don't I don't remember how you and I first met, but I know that I've known you for a long time at this point. And uh, I remember coming to yeah. your shows in Middlesbrough, and the first ever show I remember going to was a smaller parking lot show there at the mall, if I'm not mistaken. Am, am I? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was, and the memories I have of that, we did have a couple of trucks there. I do remember that, but I also remember J.W. Houck had a blue body-dropped Nissan hard body that he called Babe, and it was it was a he will admit, and I'm not trying to insult him, but it was beyond rough. <laughs> but what made this truck special was the fact that it actually had a threaded stripper pole that threaded down into the plywood tonneau cover on it. So
3: after yes, setting up, yeah, well, very after, well,
1: yeah, well, after setting up the stripper pole, and you know, and never mind the fact that we all went to Barberville the night before and Cruise Town and parked in a parking lot and let people dance on the truck, which I actually have pictures of, which is kind of amazing. Wow. Any, yeah, I, I ran across those the other day one of my phone dumps. Anyway, <laughs> on top of that, we come to the show the next day. He set the pole up and taking it down, put it in the in the bed and decided to go do some donuts. And and I may be telling this story a little bit off because it's been, my goodness, 12, 13, 14, 15 years, whatever. Well, anyway, so he decided to do some burnouts or some donuts, and the tailgate dropped open. And this three-inch piece of pipe, this polished piece of pipe, shoots out of the tailgate like a Patriot missile. <laughs> And it comes within inches. It, it comes within inches of killing this old man in this like 77 uh, Corvette, you know, just some some old had money type. And it comes within inches of just bicycle chain decapitating this dude. And I remember JW's like, get the pole. Let's get the hell out of here. And we yeah. all just took off like cockroaches in a cheap apartment when you turn on the lights. It was a. Uh, oh, my God. I hate that. that, you know. Uh, almost a manslaughter is one of my best memories in Middlesboro, Kentucky. <laughs> but it is. But so, you know, what did the pipe hit? Oh, it just we just shot out of the parking
0: lot, like literally. Dude, stopped. I think.
1: Yeah, just kind of a way down the cling cling. You know, when it hit the parking lot, just kind of slid to a stop, and we're all standing there just in stunned silence. You know, waiting for Reverend Billy and his Corvette just to shoot the shit out of all of us. And <laughs> we ran over, got the pole, <clears throat> and just took the hell out of there. I don't even Was remember. Was he wearing blue
2: jean shorts?
1: No, 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 it was more of an old man with like, you know, the slick back pomade hair and like a button-up white shirt into like a big belt buckle and Levi's or something. Oh. Well, anyway, so moving along from that, let's let's keep this focus. the chain on necklace? On, let's, let's, <laughs> let's keep this focus not on almost manslaughter, but let's go back to the actual That's guest. That's a pretty good thing to stick on, though. Let's go back to the guest of honor here. You guys put that little show on. They kind of whetted your appetite, if you will. And I know that we talked a little bit at yeah. the time, and you wanted to put on... A bigger, more mini truck centric show. And that's kinda how your old show come about. Am I mistaken in that?
0: No, you're not. That's exactly how it came along. I don't know I don't know if you remember, but I also put on a show in Rogersville. No, actually I don't. I don't know if you knew about that one. What was oh. it called? Uh Rogersville Bash. I think I put it on, I'm pretty sure before Tunnel Drag ever came about.
1: Really? No, actually, Steve, that's news to me. I did yeah. not know that. I knew that you guys attended yeah. a lot of Rogerville shows, but I didn't realize... Where was it at? Was it at the park?
0: It was at the park. Yes, it was.
1: That's a... Huh. Was it a nighttime mm-hmm. show?
0: It was a two-day event. Oh,
1: no. I didn't I did know this. Wow. Wow. That two-day event's a big deal. Yeah. So, tell us about yeah. it. How did it go over?
0: It go- turned out we had about uh, 50, I think. 50 or 60 turned out in the first year. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, no. sure. yeah. That's really good. We... um Went to do it the second year, and they didn't want to. The city didn't want to allow us to do it. You're kidding, me and so wow. we. That's when. Yeah, well, how come? Uh, that's when Tunnel greg came. Well,
1: wow. why, why did they not want you to? We we like just destroying cities and political <laughs> bodies that don't
2: allow shows. Absolutely, we like to massacre them and put their heads on. I bikes. can't
0: remember right off top of the head, right off top of my head, what happened, but I think it was like I guess you could call changing of the guards type of thing with the city. <laughs> Gotcha. One person was agreeing with it, and the next person that came in, no, we're not going to do that type of deal.
2: So they wanted more quilting contests. <laughs> um, yes. <certainly> <laughs> God, why,
1: why, why have a mini-truck show when you can have a gospel singing in the park and draw eight people? Yeah, and that none of them spend any money at all. <laughs> oh, they bring their own bologna sandwiches and their own coolers.
4: <laughs> they really do. Right, so oh, my God. You wow. got,
1: that's pretty cool. I didn't know that, Steve. So you went from... Parking lot show where we almost killed an old man in a Corvette to yep. Rogersville Bash and then Tunnel Drag, which right. I thought was one of the greatest yeah. names oh, for such a show a, such a good ever. Name.
2: Such a good name.
1: So now I remember Tunnel Drag. Um, I remember it plain as day. In fact, you and I have traded little pictures here recently. You know, I found a lot of the pictures that Shelley Mays took uh, years ago in 2007, yeah. I think. And they're still on Drop and Drag. They're still on dropanddrag.com. In fact, I will put a link up for those pictures in the description for this episode if anybody wants to see them. But that actually shows what you're capable of. So 13 years ago, you put on a show. Now, Tunnel Drag was bigger than the Rogersville Bash, right? Because it felt bigger. Yes, yes. I mean, yep. I was thinking it was probably, what, 70, 80 or something? Well, Anyways. you know, you mentioned Middlesbrough. I'm going to steal your thunder for a second. Middlesbrough is one of my favorite towns in the entire world, let alone the state. That's actually true. Uh, no, I love Absolutely. it there. Um, I it's, agree. It's such a – you know, that whole sh- – once I get south of Pine Mountain, I just, I just get giddy. Uh, that whole stretch from Cumberland to Middlesbrough, other than that god-awful 22 miles of nothing between Harlan and, Middle- and Pineville – But that drive there is Mm -hmm. one of my favorite drives in the country. Uh, Sometimes I just make it for pleasure, and I've not been there in a while, you know, because of the zombie apocalypse. But Middlesbrough is one of my favorite places to visit. Wow. Luckily, work takes me over there often. Well, for me, it's different reasons. Number one, straight edge. Up to very recently, it was the largest dry city in Kentucky.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah. However, now it's moist. And while many good things are moist in life, I don't really consider, you know, alcoholic beverage. But that aside, it's absolutely beautiful. It is bracketed by two different state parks. You have Pine Pine Mountain State Park there between Pineville and Middlesbrough. And then you have, oh gosh, is it Wilderness Road State Park over there near Ewing?
0: It is, Wilderness okay. Road State Park, yes. And
1: then, of course, you right have. Right across
0: from the middle school, actually.
1: Oh, uh, where McPlayland is. No, mm,
0: no, that was the old elementary school. Oh, the we'll, middle school is down, um, I don't know, you're about 15 minutes up into Virginia. We're going to get to about McPlayland. About another three miles west, yeah.
1: Gotcha, okay. Oh, we'll definitely. Trust me, Shay. I know the look you're giving me. We'll, we'll get to McPlayland. <laughs> Steve knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, anyway. And then right in Middlesbrough, you have the Cumberland Gap National Park. So you have two state parks, a national park that is absolutely just chock full of history, but it's an awesome place. And you have, I mean, to me, it was bicycling. Uh, You had so many rad bike trails there. You had rail uh, to trail stuff. You had single track stuff. No, seriously, I spent a week there just just bumming around town on my bike. Uh, But then on top of that, you have a ton of restaurants. This town that Steve is putting the show on in, is maybe one of the best situated for a mini truck show that's ever been.
2: Well, you know, the biggest thing with mini truck show is you got to have a hotel and you got to have food.
1: And you have some nice hotels there. You have a couple of questionable hotels. You have quite you a will, bit of restaurants. You always got the questionable ones. Oh, you got some questionable ones, all right.
2: Do you want to tell people what the questionable ones are? Or we're just gonna skip by that. Nope. Okay.
1: Good luck, guys. Because I've stayed in a few of them. So, nope. Let me give you some hints. <laughs> stay at Stay at Holiday Inn Express. It's safe. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, you know, you guys hit the Eastern Kentucky seal of approval. You have a super Walmart. I mean, that elevates you to a level that Weisberg has not made yet. Um, you do have a great selection of restaurants, but the thing is, is the location, man. Let's let's talk about the location, and then we'll get to the yeah. actual new show. And, I, and I, I know I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here, but I get excited because I love this town. Uh, you have a four-lane highway, 25E going all the way through the drag. You've got a massive main drag. The Main Street, down where the show's going to be, is also four-lane. And, yeah, it's pretty wild. So you've got an amazing area to cruise. You know, there'll be some serious activity the show. But, see, you're not far from anything. You're an hour from Knoxville. You're an hour and a half from the Tri-Cities. You're a buck forty five, two hours from Pigeon Forge. You're a buck thirty, if that. From actually, you're probably like a buck fifteen from Morristown, Lexington, mm-hmm. Kentucky. Two hours, maybe something so, like that.
2: So this place is two hours. A wet yeah, two hours.
1: London's less than an hour, or about I guess about an hour. Hmm. So I mean, you got interstate access, you got main U.S. Highway access. Everybody listening to us, man, that's all
2: the check marks. Isn't yeah, it really is. I mean, like what what would it lack to be a top 10 show of the year dude well let's ask
1: let's let's get to that let's let's ask Steve that and you know we introduced him saying that he was checking all the boxes and you said that and I like that terminology there checking all the boxes of promoting this show you know you've got amazing professional artwork you've got some amazing looking awards and I don't give two shits about awards obviously
2: but they are pretty but they are pretty, I, they are pretty.
1: i'd like to buy one just put it in my wall <laughs>
2: exactly <laughs> uh,
1: you know you've got some of the radish shirts and flyers that I've seen oh, in they years. Are, they are beautiful. And that's, and I've said that many times online. That's not just because Lovely, really you know hard. we're friends or anything like that. If I hated your guts, I would tell you, you have a great flyer. Mm. And, and you do, you have an excellent flyer. Whoever gave you the suggestion to put that Ranger on, it's pretty much an awesome guy. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> so, great guy. <laughs> I'll delete that part too. I don't no, want anybody I I to know <laughs> I can be helpful. Okay, so Tunnel Drag, 2007. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's 2020. Tell us from mm-hmm. 07 to third to 2020, you know, what happened in the life of Steve Tiller and what got you back in the scene? What got you back wanting to do a show?
0: Well, I'll start first off by what actually got me out of it to be honest with you. After I sold my static drop truck I got, I drove 15 and a half hours I think it was. Jesus. And I drove to New York to pick up a 95 bodied Tacoma. It was purple. I kept that for probably about a year, maybe. And of course I had to tear it I t I've had to tear it down. I was gonna repaint it. I actually was gonna try to debut it at Light out of the park in two thousand and seven no, two thousand eight the following year after Tunnel Drag. Okay. But I got I got discouraged at that. Actually traded it to a guy in Nashville for a Mazda.
1: I remember the Mazda, actually. Hmm. See, I didn't remember the Tacoma as well, yeah, but I remember the Mazda.
0: The Mazda, I actually, Brant done a rendering for me. I was going to do complete oh, wow. ground-up build. Okay. Uh, sent it to a shop. It was tore down completely. Sent it to a shop. Uh, some things fell through. I got discouraged with it. Sold that truck and my parts truck and got out of it in 2009 and have wow. not been in it. So what brought you back into the fold? My kids are getting to the... I got a 16-year-old and 11-year-old and we went to... Well, actually, again, went out to light out of the park with my youngest son and he wanted to... He told me, like, Dad, we need to get back in doing this. You need to get you another truck. That's cool. He said so we could spray paint it, as he called it. <laughs> <laughs> rattle cans. Nice. <laughs> it's rattle can, yeah. And... I got to talking to some friends, got to talking to my wife, and they were like, go for it. So that's where revolution came.
1: Wow, that's awesome. You know, instead of just doing the truck thing, you really jumped in with both feet and decided to go back into the actual show promotion world. That was always kind of a natural thing for you. Shay and I were talking before this that you seem to have really done a lot in a very short amount of time as far as promoting and bringing together a large truck club. I guess it was kind of just a logical jump for you. Does it feel like riding a bicycle and you never forget, or are you having to relearn everything as you go on?
0: I'm having to relearn things. You know, things have changed since I did it
1: last. So what's changed the most? Uh, What is the thing that you can say? Because to me, somebody like me, and and I'm not throwing off on you, but I've never really left the scene. Hmm. So any changes like that, I don't notice because they're happening so gradually. But you had a 11-year gap. What yes. do you notice that has changed the most?
0: You know, I've seen a lot more, you know, trucks-wise here lately. I've seen a lot more quality trucks than I used to back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, mm-hmm. you see those quality trucks, and you're like, yeah, we've, I've, I've got to do something. I've got to get back into the show scene and, of course, putting on the show, it, you know, that, that's natural to me. You know, I have, I have a blast doing it. It's fun.
2: Hold on, are you saying the promoting Especially shows is fun? <laughs> that, that's, that's really weird, man. Ain't nobody ever said that one that's actually had to do it. Well,
1: you know, in all sincerity, I have you have really checked the boxes. I, we've said that a lot, but I can't think of any better phrase to say that. You were gone for so many years, but you have really jumped back in just like you've never missed a beat, and, and we give you a lot of credit for that. So let's skip to forward, okay? Yeah. Let's 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 come up to present mm-hmm. time. Revolution. Why the name?
0: Man, when I see when I hear revolution, you know, when it comes to mind, I think of a takeover. Many, you know, mini takeover. That's what cool. I, that's what comes mm. to mind when I think revolution. Huh.
1: I love it. Huh. That's actually awesome. I,
2: I, I never even thought of it that way.
1: No, I like I, it a that a lot. That,
2: that makes it a lot better. Yeah, that's great. I like that a uh, whole lot. Actually, uh, I hadn't thought about it either. So your intention is to take over the whole town with mini trucks.
5: Absolutely.
1: Oh, that no, that's sounds soft, amazing! That's
2: so the the city's cool with us driving up down the streets and making ruckus.
0: Yeah, what has the city said? Yeah, the I talked to the mayor. You know, I first when it came to my mind, you know, I like, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to sit down and talk to the mayor. It took me a while to get uh, get through to him because he you know he's a pretty busy man, especially with things that have been going on. But we had a good, great conversation. Um, he said he was willing to support us in any way that uh, we needed. Right. I uh, followed up. I followed up with him about three weeks ago. Of course, he must have forgot some things, and he, of course, we, we talked about him again. He's like, okay, I've got you down for the 20 and he, I should be meeting up with uh, the city and him middle of next month to work out logistics and see what roads we need to shut off because we're gonna we're gonna need some space. I have a feeling.
1: Well, you know.
2: Road shut off?
1: Yeah, you're talking about shutting stuff. We'll get back to that. Okay, we'll get back bye. to that. So you've already went through a little bit of adversity with this show. You were promised by the school board an excellent location at a abandoned mm-hmm. yet still used elementary school used for you know offices and stuff, across from a mm-hmm. beautiful city park right off the main road, and it would have been just one of the best locations ever. And then the school board didn't jump in and tell me if I'm wrong here, but the school board said, oh, hey, yeah, we might have told you that, but that's okay because we like money and we're going to sell it. Yeah. So yeah. then yep. you kind of had to, to scramble on the fly. And that seems to have happened to a couple of shows this year, but you have handled it masterfully.
2: Yeah, yeah no joke. Like uh, most people when they – something like happens, they straight up panic. Oh, yeah,
1: they curl up under the desk in a fetal position and cry.
2: Yeah.
1: But I, you may have actually upgraded – and maybe not in size, but in quality of location. So, you know, you want to tell us about where the show's going to be held at as far as why we should be excited about it, I guess? The
0: uh, show's going to be held uh, at the City Hall at the parking lot.
1: And that's uh, right downtown. I mean, we're really going to be right off the main four-lane drag, right?
0: Anything like a bunch of restaurants? You're going to be... There lo- is. Shay loves uh, his that, food. Uh, mm-hmm. steakhouse that Lee was talking about on last
2: episode is Shades of Brown. Hey, he really does listen. Oh, my God. Wow, he is one of the eight.
1: Wait, time out. Shades of Brown. Uh-huh. The name of the steakhouse Shades is Shades of
2: Brown. Of brown?
1: It, oh my God!
0: What it the started as a coffee shop. Okay. Sounds like, yeah, and now they, they they've got some amazing food. No, well, I, I've heard they've got meat. Me they that's, they that that's a terrible name.
2: Terrible <laughs> name. <laughs> I can't go around it. I have to comment. That is a terrible, terrible name. That is one of the worst names I've ever. I heard. hope they have shirts. I want one. <laughs> 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 okay. So anyway, I'm pretty sure they do. Yes. Uh, so bald.
1: So anyway, I'm a mini trucker. I am. I don't know you. I've never been to Eastern Kentucky. I'm debating on where to go this year. Why should I come to
0: Revolution? That's an excellent question. It's an excellent question. Listen, Re- Revolution and just the city as a whole. Uh, I lived down there for 10 years. Uh, I love the place. Great atmosphere, great restaurants, just all around great people. Um, you know, for cruising, you've got. Back in the day, what we called the cruise strip, it was about three miles long.
2: Wow, that's a really long cruise strip. Oh, I've, cru- you, you could- I've cruised Middlesbrough yeah. before. Hmm.
0: Yeah, you can. It's it's a great place. You know, you don't you come there, you come there for the weekend. You really don't have to go nowhere else. Yep.
1: You know that's you one cool thing about the town. It is self-contained. If you're in Middlesbrough, it is. You're not going to get bored. Now you ain't going to find a strip club, but I promise you, you'll find enough nudity <laughs> in the local Walmart parking lot to make up for it.
3: Well, you know, it may
1: not make up for it, but it'll be distracting if nothing else. But yeah, you if you're there, you know, bring the family because there is enough stuff that you can keep, you know, wife or husband and kids or whatever entertained. With the state parks, with the national That's parks, real. with the the beautiful golf course there, which, if I'm not mistaken, is the oldest golf course in the country. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Was it Could Auto Springs sure, or what? Yeah.
1: I think it's the oldest in the entire country. Definitely the state of Kentucky, but I think the whole country is lot, the oldest commercial golf course ever. Wow. Um, and and you know mm-hmm. you've got mm-hmm. so many other things there. You've got a couple of other little towns very close. You've got Pineville, which has Chain Rock which is a massive boulder Mm -hmm. held to the side of a mountain by by an old logging chain. You've got, yeah, you've got some amazing, you just, what's the name of the overlook that you can stand in three states at one time up on top of the mountain there? The Pinnacle. The Pinnacle. You've got the Pinnacle. You can literally walk out a little bit past the safety rails, and you can stand in Virginia, Kentucky, and Tennessee all at the same time. Uh, Mm. You've got Cumberland Gap which is really, really neat because I've totally had sex in the iron furnace there. There's this old, abandoned... Oh, come on, Steve. You're from there. You know you have two. No, I can't say that I have on that one, Lee. I'm I'm convinced. I'm the reason they put bars over it. Anyway, that being... Hey, man, we all got our things, okay? Mine's in public. Anyway, that being said... Uh, That being said, Cumberland Gap is an awesome little town. You do have the old iron furnace. You've got some bicycling trails. You've got a state park there. You've got a bunch of little boutique-y restaurants, but it's just like a a Mayberry-feeling little town. And then you've got colleges in either Mm -hmm. direction. I mean, I don't drink, but there are bars once you go over into Tennessee. And that's one thing about the location is right we're in the, the southeastern Kentucky corner, and you're literally a stone's throw through the big tunnel, which the tunnel itself is a you know, a tourist attraction to me, you got a mile and a half long tunnel through the Pine Mountain range there. Mm-hmm. Through or underneath the historical yep. Cumberland Gap where Daniel Boone came to Kentucky for the first time. And you know, sight of several civil war skirmishes and blah, blah, blah. Shay, I know you give me that look. I'm gonna shut up
2: now. I like the area, okay, sue me. <laughs> so, no, no, I have to ask this one: the show itself. Do you have like a list of events? It's oh yeah, wonderful. we were talking about a truck show. Yeah, we, we were talking about a truck show. Why is show Bell County history. not paying me for this? <laughs> history. <laughs> All right, so uh, I assume that this road shutdown thing. It, why? What Was that even a no? I, was that I, even a sentence, Shay? Well, I have to know if you, it's for a parade or a, cruising. I'm trying not to make it look badly. You said so. a few <laughs> words and you grunted. Well, that's because I was changing tones. You can fix that later, <laughs> <laughs> or you can attempt to. We're leaving on here, and make me look like a jackass. That's fine. Too. My
1: buddy Steve Monty said, "No paralysis by analysis. We overthink this. So
2: pretty much us looking like morons in this. I'm just going to leave it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fine. Yeah. So. uh the shutting the streets off, is that for like a mini truck parade? or we talking mm-hmm. about cruising or what?
0: No, talking for, for more space. Uh, there, there's adjoining streets that um, adjoin the parking lot there downtown. Yeah, that's, That could be easily used for more space. And uh, he said he didn't have a problem with that. That's, so. Oh, that's great. That's a really good reason. Because
1: in all sincerity, the response that I'm seeing about this show, I was afraid you were going to kill that lot. Realistically speaking, yeah. in the first lot that you've been promised, you can hold what hundred vehicles, hundred twenty-five vehicles.
0: Yeah, in the actual main lot, I would—that's what I was kind of guessing. 100 yeah, 100
1: probably you'll kill that. That—that's not going to be a problem at all. And yeah. you know, at this point, you're going to be one of the first major shows of the year, which <laughs> is so sad, being that it's all the way in August. But it's yeah. the truth. You know, you're even coming in before many Nats right. this year, so you're going to be one of the first major—and let me stress—major shows of the year. There is no reason that this show does not explode. With all the hotels, with all the restaurants, with the location, with Uncle Lee here telling you all about Bell County tourism, I mean, there is no reason that this show isn't the next big thing. What makes you different?
0: makes us different. Oh, wow. You know, I'm really, really focusing on the family atmosphere. Uh, I don't know, a lot of people probably don't realize, but we've actually uh, teamed up with a guy out in the western part of Kentucky, his name's Brad Marshall. He owns uh, Brat Rods. He builds kids hot rods, and he is doing a custom trophy for our wagon build off that I would like for you know for the clubs. You know, each club get together, build it, build a wagon. We'll we'll display them up. Um, if they want to raffle them off, that's fine. If they want to keep them, that's fine. Also, so let me get this uh, straight: you're encouraging <laughs> clubs
1: to build a wagon for their clubs and actually compete against one another.
2: How are they competing? Are that's they, kind of interesting. They, are they racing them?
1: I've never heard us, oh, God, I want to play in a wagon race, a downhill, <laughs> dangerous-ass wagon race.
2: <laughs> I'll be right at the bottom with the ambulance for you, my friend.
1: So so your friend from, you said it was Brat Rods? Is that person actually coming to it, judge? It is,
2: yes, actually. He okay.
0: is uh, planning on bringing uh, himself, and he has actually talked to some of his friends in the western part of Kentucky that's part of RA that is wanting to come also.
3: Oh,
1: that's pretty cool then. So you've definitely got a very unique uh, perspective here. This is something that i am not heard anybody do yet. And, you know, switching gears, we've seen your awards. You have some awesome awards. I mean, do you want to talk about those a little bit?
0: Yeah, we um, top 25, um, I don't think people, I don't even know if you know this actually. Lee. Top 25 uh, is going to be Bowling Pins. I have a guy in Kentucky with uh, Justin, Justin Hall is his name, I think. The interior I'm guy. with names. Yeah, the interior guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah Justin, doing, Justin's uh, actually doing uh, my door panels. He's doing right our now.
0: top twenty-five.
1: Uh huh.
2: Oh, okay. I know what we're talking about now. He does excellent work. Uh,
1: He does excellent work. I think you'll be super happy with that. I always like bowling pin.
2: I like bowling pin trophies.
1: Dude, I do too. I do. My my favorite thing about Unleashed, other than the fact that I didn't have to put it on.
2: And you burned. You did a burn out there. And I caused him to lose
1: a school. I know. Suck it. Okay. Anyway, my favorite thing about Unleashed was his bowling pin trophies. You know, I (laughs) thought those were excellent. And I love love seeing that.
2: I love the uh london emo bands
1: do yeah frankie and the fist that was the name of the one that yeah frankie and the fist anyway <laughs> so like blah 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 blah. bowling pins are they coming from a local alley or something like that how are you getting up with bowling pins what's
0: the significance they did of they did Hill, hillcrest lanes there in Harrogate. And i'm pretty sure you're you, you've ever been there before you i've never bowled there Harrogate, but i know Tennessee. where
1: it's at oh yeah i've been through Harrogate a
0: trillion times Yeah, the bowling alley there actually donated them
1: to us. That is too cool, actually. So it's something that was actually used in the area. So it's got a little bit of significance there. That's really neat. It's not just like you're buying plastic and marble junk trophies off the shelf. Right, Now, now, now what are your best ofs for people that may be so inclined?
0: Skateboards.
1: Very cool. And who's doing those? Drag gear. Okay, well, that's awesome. Good. Yeah, Tyler Cornett. Actually, our yeah. first victim, Tyler, yeah. of, our first victim of Thirteen Minutes of Fame. Yeah, that we hung up on. That yeah. we hung up on. And yep. There,
2: and there's some upset ups, ups people. It's <laughs> okay.
1: I was kind of a jerk about it. Maybe I deserve to be called out for it. <laughs> well, that's super cool. Tyler's good people. I'm glad that he's getting involved in a big way. Now you have yeah. some of the raddest shirts I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You and I have talked about this offline. But I'm gonna go ahead and just bring it out. You're talking about maybe doing a pre order for these shirts about to to, it, to justify, you know, how many to get? Because you know, it is a first year show and while I think yeah. it's gonna be an amazing success, shirts are one of those gambles, you can get fifty or five hundred, you never know what the right number is. So, so what are you what are you so thinking true. about doing? And I've got fifty and five hundred before.
0: Probably next week I'll put up a link online. We'll okay. probably do a pre order. I'll let that pre order go on for about three weeks. Awesome. You know, it gives uh, graphic disorder and them enough time to get things going before August. Oh, that's great, man.
1: And, and, and the, again, if you've not seen the artwork, I'll have to send it out on, on Facebook or whatever, but it's it's absolutely awesome. It is beautiful. Did, now, did Welch's do some awards for you as well? I thought i seen a picture of one that was based they, off of the flyer art.
0: They they do. They're doing our uh, Best of Show Award and our Vets Serving Vets Choice Award, actually.
1: Well, So what is Vets Serving Vets?
0: Veterans' Vets is an organization there in Middlesboro. They help out other veterans, older vets that needs projects and stuff done around their home and something that they can't do themselves. Oh, that's actually super uh, cool. They go out. They do they do these projects for these people. Take care of what they need to be taken care of.
1: So it's it's letting the older vets and stuff keep their independence too, which is which is invaluable.
2: Absolutely. absolutely.
1: Yeah, no, that's actually awesome. I knew the name, but I wasn't sure what the charity actually did. So this is a nonprofit show? I mean, you're sending your profits to the Vets for Vets?
0: Yes, Vets for Vets. All our proceeds will go to Vets for Vet. You know, me coming from a big military family, my dad, my uncles, my grandfather's sure. all served in Vietnam. So me coming from a military family, you know, this is, it's kind of really, I hold us close, you know. No, absolutely, and
1: I think that's an awesome cause. Let's do this. Again, going back to Joe Mini Trucker from wherever, he's never been to Eastern Kentucky before. I decided to come down to Revolution. Tell me about it. Walk me through it. Imagine yeah. that you're Joe Mini Trucker and I'm coming down 25E e on my way in on Friday. What, what do I do? Tell, yeah. me, tell me how to spend my weekend in Middlesbrough. Let's, yeah. let's prep these people for it.
2: That's great. I like that. That's really great.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, we're putting you on the spot here, yeah.
2: man. Coming in.
1: I mean, because Shay already wrote me a note and said, I don't want to hear you fucking talk about Middlesbrough anymore. Quit.
0: (laughs) So so we're going to throw this up to you. Right.
2: Um, you don't
0: know,
2: come in Friday night. <laughs> oh, we've really got him on the spot now. So I, I really? pulled into Mid I pulled into, uh, I don't I've never been to Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Literally. And,
1: and you so, and I have talked about some Friday night so, festivities. Leave that out for now, Steve. We'll I'm, talk about that before, before we before we off the hood. And
2: I, I wonder how do I even get there? Are you going to have signs up well, to tell me? This he ain't a, a sign- he's not a freaking Garmin. I don't think he's going to give you a step by step directions. Well, so. I'm pretty sure. They, are you putting signage up
1: for like dumbasses like me to find my way? Yeah, seriously. I like this idea. Walk, Absolutely. Walk us through it. All right. You're, we're I Joe Mini Trucker. We've never been to Middlesboro before. We just come over the hill and we see Middlesboro on our site. Tell us what we're doing. You know, walk us through it. Dun, dun, dun. All right.
2: Give me a cricket sound. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I've, never, I've never. Well, you know what? It, it all it all depends on
1: if you're staying tonight. You know. Well, if they're in there on a Friday night, let's say it's going to be a whole weekend thing.
2: Yeah, well, we're we're of course going we're to go to thing. the we're, we're, we're shades of brown. <laughs> we're going to shades of brown, and then afterwards we're, going to give meat wieners. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute.
1: <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Who the fuck eats dinner before six o'clock? You old man. Well, I'm just going to tell you right
2: now, late. I'm not eating the meat wieners. <laughs> You can
1: eat it. Oh no, dude! I'm all about it. Cause... I'm late to shake the brown. It sounds like poop. I'm just. You know, we actually have a guest you... in this episode. This oh, is not just for okay. us. Okay. Anyways, anyways, anyways.
2: Okay. So I'm um, I pull in, I see signs, and well, I... hell. Okay.
1: How about we we we, we stump him in this one? I'm sorry, Steve. How about we do it? So we pull into yeah, town. Yeah, you stumped me on that one. Yeah. Well, okay. We pull into town. I'm a mini trucker, <laughs> supposedly, or at least I play one on the radio. Um, <laughs> what's the first thing you think I should check out on a Friday? What What should I do? Well, okay. Let me, let me, let me do this Go on a ahead. Friday
0: night. Yeah, sure.
1: Where if I'm a mini trucker in
2: Middlesbrough, where am I going?
0: Mm. Uh, parking lot. Okay. That's where everybody hangs out. So do people still hang out there? What parking lot? They still, they still hang out in the old where where old big lots used to be next to McDonald's.
2: Right across from that god-awful rip-off yeah. huddle house place. So, I've never been to Middlesbrough, yep. so uh, you just officially lost this mini-trucker that's trying to drive through <laughs> town. So, uh, <laughs> if you hit the hundle, you, tunnel, you went to for a huddle.
1: The, the I quit. Okay, hold on. <laughs> no. Anyway, yeah, we're going to delete that part again. No. Okay, so, I'll, I'll take over. <laughs> I'm a mini-trucker. <laughs> This is this is a waste of a segment. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All eight have turned out by now. Even Steve's not going to listen to this, and he's on it. So I'm a mini trucker. I make it to Middlesboro. I come over the hill. The first thing I do is like, okay, cool. Where do I need to go stay? So I'm going to follow the signs Absolutely. to Revolution because I'm assuming, Steve, that you have some signs. I, need I to, will
0: have those. Yes.
1: Great. Now I need to check in the host hotel because that's where the action's going to be at. What is the host hotel?
0: Okay, the host hotel is Connell Lodge. Okay. Cool. Downtown Cumberland Avenue. Uh, it's a, you're going to be about a half a mile from the showgrounds. Oh wow, that's awesome! If you'll follow twenty, yeah, follow twenty five. You come to the four way stop uh, as you're like you're leaving town and going towards the tunnel.
1: Uh huh. Where so Food, food City is right, and Dairy Queen and Auto
0: Zone. Yeah, like right there. That. You're gonna go probably a half a mile maybe. Okay, cool. Half a mile on your left. Is there trailer is going parking to be a kind of Lodge there? Is there trailer there park?
1: parking? Is there trailer parking, Steve?
0: Absolutely. There's a ton of parking. Trailer good. parking there.
1: Good, good, good. I was thinking that hotel had an excellent lot and there's nothing more frustrating than coming to a town you've never been to before and pulling in behind a hotel lot with one access road, mm-hmm. and you get the trailers stuck, and then everybody's mm-hmm. looking at you angry, and there's a church bus there that took up four spots, you know, because oh. they have a singing. <laughs> so, anyway, cool. I check in the hotel. unload the truck. Or, you know, if you're more hardcore than me because I got old and need air conditioning, <laughs> I'm driving the truck. I go wash it off. What about car washes? We got a place to wash our truck?
0: Yes. Well, you can just give Do You the know names? where what yeah. they call... Ghetto Chinese is, you know where that's at, that Lee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not really selling it to people. Well, <laughs> okay, hold on, hold up. Okay, time, time don't up. eat the Ghetto Chinese, dude. I really want a shirt from Ghetto no, Chinese. Good. Good. Okay, <laughs> is, it, is it really called Ghetto Chinese? Or are you guys pulling my leg? I thought
1: Ghetto Chinese was in the mall.
0: No, that that's no longer there. They they shut down. Oh, BS. there was like two in the mall. Really? No, there's nothing. Uh, in the mall, the doll, the Dollar Tree is actually where the Chinese restaurants. No today.
1: kidding. Well, then you've got King Buffet, though, right beside Walmart. And I've ate there a few times yeah. and not died. Yeah. It's right. not terrible. It's not as terrible yeah, as you it do, is. Yeah, I did too, yeah. So, well, okay, we won't worry about the car washes. There is one over there on, on Main Street. It's behind a gas station, if I'm not mistaken. And it was for sale recently, so it may not still be in business. And then you've got. A, I don't think that one is. Okay. Well, then you've got a really, really nice one directly across from where. Shay and I are talking about hosting a Friday night little cruise, a welcoming cruise. And, uh, and we'll talk more about yes. that in our wrap. But you've been kind enough to kind of let us run with it. And we plan to do a welcome to Middlesboro free hot dog and generic Mountain Dew cruise in. It'll be one of the first things you see as soon as you come into town. And there's an awesome car wash directly across from it. Directly across four lane there, yeah. so so uh, cool. Okay, that'd be that'd be a good
2: starting point. I'm not so, gonna be a dick, but uh, pull in with your trucks washed, please. Um, I won't bring one. My mine won't be washed, but I'd like for everyone else to <laughs> <laughs> Anyway,
3: <Anyone. laughs> <laughs>
1: let's uh, let's get away from the step by step here. This this uh this already boring me. So I'm sure. Well, going to no, look at this day. way. When
2: they pull into town, then you know, not the not Friday night Saturday, they pull into the show. How much are you charging for the show? Oh,
1: there you go. Yeah, let's walk us through that part. So. We're we're going into town. We're going down Main Street. We're following your signs, and we're ready to go to the show itself. What's what's the deal there? You know how much how much does it cost? What do we need to do? Blah blah blah. Uh,
0: if you pull out of the parking lot at the host hotel. You're gonna hang a left, go underneath the railroad underpass. You're gonna come, go through three red lights. And, of course, there'll be signs up directing you which way to go. Take a right at the third red light. We'll put you on 21st Street, North 21st Street, and put you right dead into the parking lot.
2: Okay, what pull uh, into the parking
0: lot? per entry is $20.
2: Okay. Now, uh, after I pay the $20, are you going to have people there to park me?
0: Yes, we will. We'll okay, have people there if, to park you.
2: What if I have a club coming with me? Are you allow? Are you... Taking pre registers to rope clubs off. Oh, I didn't even ask
0: if you were pre registering. Uh no, I really hadn't thought about the pre register to be honest. And I don't no, I don't think that's something I'll do. I not, was not never, this year anyway.
1: I was never responsible enough with money to pre register. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I would have I would have <laughs> lost all my paperwork. I would have just forgot where the money came from. One day
2: I'd be walking around and found like a grand in my wallet. I'm like, Where'd that from? <laughs> Yay. God you truck parts. <clears throat> okay. I'm not like that. So a pre registering, you so say you're not gonna do pre- pre registering to we you know, dude, your degree is in finance. No. My degree is in management. <laughs> I
1: tell people to keep up with my money for me. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, he's got a point. <laughs> All right, so you're what about uh if I have a club coming with me and say, yeah I have nine people. Nine people's a good average, right? Damn. Hope so. Okay, good yeah, yeah. so um for me and I'm the first person there, are you gonna allow them to rope off a spot for the other people so they can park together? As right, your parking guys absolutely, going to do it? Okay. absolutely. Oh, cool. Okay, so I'm
1: sure assuming that you're, yeah. you know, encouraging them to come in together and stuff. And as long as they're together, you'll you'll try and accommodate them. You've been getting some interest mm-hmm. from some pretty far out there places. Where are some of the places that you've actually yes, had I've somebody heard. touch base, you know, because this is not just going to be local trucks. No,
0: I've actually touched base with a guy. Uh, y'all remember the the green truck that Brent used to own? Yeah, I've actually touched base with him, and he lives in Canada. And he is he told me he was thinking very seriously about attending. It's about a twelve hour drive for him, so he said that really wasn't bad.
2: That twelve hours isn't bad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, he's more devoted than me.
1: Uh yeah. Yeah, that's that's a that's pretty darn good pretty darn good haul. So he's talking about bringing mm-hmm. uh Brant and Chico's old Mitsu, the green one. Wow. Yes. That is oh, that'd be so great because it was actually at Tunnel Drag. So that'd be kind of a hump hump. It was at Tunnel Drag, yes. Huh, that is super cool. Well, you know, we're kind of moving towards wrapping this up. Um, what about vendors? You got some vendors coming to to sell things. Am I going to be able to come down to Revolution and buy a shirt or two, uh, maybe buy a truck part or two, or maybe some artwork or something?
0: Yes, I was actually. Let's see. Driven will be there. Ed Testerman is going to be selling for Driven. I think I've talked to Brat Rods. He's going to be coming down and bringing some stuff to sell. As of right now, that's probably about all I have. But I'm I'm working on a, a couple things right
2: now. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So I assume where you have yeah, all kinds of restaurants it. around, you're not going to have a food vendor, right?
0: Well, oh yes, yes. I'm gonna I'm I'm working on that. We have a um, actual plushy guy. We try to. It'll be it'll be great for the kids. Oh, that's pretty cool.
2: So, or you, yeah. I I remember now vaguely that. You was going to have Hillbilly Hibachi come in?
0: I have spoken with them, and they were supposed to talk to whoever else was involved with it, and he has not gotten back to me yet. You,
1: yeah. need, to, you need to talk to them again because I really want an excuse to eat there. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. I will also have a shirt from there. I'm yes. going to up with a bunch of random restaurant uh, shirts that weekend. Shades of Brown. Shades of Brown.
4: <laughs> that, that too. It's going to be Shades of Brown, You know,
1: it could be, it could be the old Hickory and the Gaylord, a five star steakhouse, and I'm just not sure that name flies. <laughs> it doesn't. Matter. Anyway, I digress. The uh, it's it's so it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be a great location. So, uh, what what events it's,
2: do you have planned for the day? Like uh, oh yeah, you are you games? doing club games? Yes, club games are always fun to watch.
1: Are we high? Should yeah, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm, uh... <laughs> yeah you know. I remember when I had club games and I had a drinking, a tea drinking contest, and Lee just got free tea from me. He it was amazing. He didn't even compete. Yeah, yeah.
1: Far and I were a team, yeah. and we totally sampled your tea and and in their commemorative mugs, the commemorative revival mugs that you had. The tea was terrible. Uh, so well, I, could, I bought the I could, cheapest I could, shit I could get Dude, and, and that's so guys. not cool because a sweet tea chug competition needs to be good tea. No, it doesn't. It needs yes, to be horrible does. that way. It's really hard to do. Well, then you might as well just have like, you know, unsweetened Kool-Aid or something stupid because then it's not for sweet tea. It's just for the gross factor. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> well,
2: you know. So are, you, are you having club games? Um, or I assume Yes, to
0: I, I'm going to try to. Yeah, I've. I've actually thought about that trying to figure out and I've been actually doing some research on some things to do but yeah yeah,
1: that's pretty cool it's going to be a great day that's awesome so is there anything else that you want to add in that we may not have covered because we do ramble a lot and and I'm afraid we kind of lose sight of our goals when we start occasionally (laughs) and make weird noises and giggle to ourselves Uh, but you know is there anything else that you want to cover about the show and, and make people realize why they should come you know I keep telling people This is going to be the hottest show of the year. He does. The hottest new show, and and I'm so proud of the way you're doing it, man. Uh, So, you know, give us a final thought on why people should attend Revolution. I mean, obviously, you're one of us. You have the history. Yeah, you may have skipped out for a few years, but life happens, and we all go through that. You're back better than ever, and you're getting ready to put on what I think is going to be one of the most badass events in the state of Kentucky, if not the region. Final words tell us why we should come.
0: You know, come out. You know, it's, like I said, it's it's going to be a real family-oriented, family-oriented show. You know, come out, bring your kids, spend the whole weekend, not just, you know, come out for the show.
2: Spend the whole weekend, hang out with friends, have a great time. What about the show itself? Is it going to be, uh, how would I say it? Uh, it's going to be mini trucker centric If it's going to be a family-oriented show about those of us that don't have children or whatnot, what's going to be there for us?
1: That we know of.
2: <clears throat> what can that we know of? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, man, what, well, I'm really you know, on Thought I'm, again, guys I'm really good at this I have really stumped him all night
1: Good good job,
2: man good I bet job. you're like God, I'm freaking glad I got to meet Shay
1: <laughs> yeah, this, this, was the highlight of, this was the highlight of my day Getting to meet this asshole That's
2: confusing and not funny That's <laughs> what I do you know, I know you're aiming for a family-oriented atmosphere But, uh, you know What about just for those people who are coming because they want to go to a truck show, uh, sell it to them. That's the that's the big sale.
0: Just come out, hang out with your friends. You know it's You know this this time of day or this time this year is it's, it's been crazy. You know everybody's been quarantined in. Uh, bring your truck, oh. come out, hang out with your friends. Let's have a good time.
2: Well, you know what? Uh, there's a I seen online now. This is one of the the, uh, the biggest reason I'm trying to actually get my truck there. Uh, I seen that you're going to have street trucks. Ooh. Right,
0: street trucks.
2: Yes, so they're they're coming out to do coverage yes, of the they show. Will be
0: there. Yes,
2: they are. Who's who's actually
0: shooting for street trucks, Steve? Logan Wade Photography. He's the hey, one that's going to be shooting for. Hey, I Actually met up a... with him yesterday. Um, gave him some flyers. Oh, that's and he awesome. Gave me some cool yeah. calendars to to give away at the show. So,
1: uh, so the, his he does an awesome job. From what I've seen of his, he does an absolutely awesome yeah. job. Is that your only coverage mm-hmm. right now? Do you got some online coverage coming too?
0: Yeah, sure do. We got um, Gauge Magazine.
1: We know we got some great coverage. We should have some really high mm-hmm. quality vehicles. You know, you've had some people reach out from literally all over the country and even Canada, guys. Yeah. To wrap this, I think it's if you, it's a if, big you show. if you're not a Middlesboro, Kentucky, Clint Perkins. If you're not Middlesboro, <laughs> Kentucky, at the end of August, I think you're missing out. I think you're missing out, out on a first year or something that will be built off of that was going to grow and grow and grow. But I think has the chance this year to be an absolute home run. One final thing, Steve, before you go. Something we do when we talk to a guest is that we have recorded a question from the previous guest. Now, our schedule a little screwed up. We didn't do this with Scotty and John because it was two guests and we didn't know what to mm-hmm. do with it. But the previous question uh, was recorded by our guest before that. We don't know what the question is. It was totally up to that, that guest. We're going to play that question for you, and we want you to answer mm-hmm. that question. And that is how we will end this segment. Are you cool with that? Yeah, I'm cool. Okay. Listen closely. I'm going to play it right now. Hi, this
5: is Clint
0: Perkins with Relentless Car Club, the non-legend that Lee likes to tell you guys about. And uh, I would like to know for the next guest on the podcast, what vehicle in the show scene, and forgive me again for using the term scene, really caught your eye and
2: sticks in your head that one that you will always remember?
1: And there you go. Did you get that question? I did. I did. That was our, our Legend's guest, Clint Perkins, and he's asking that question for you. So, all you, man.
0: The one that really caught my eye is Alan Williams' 720. I remember this till the day that I died, they say. He came to Middlesbrough. I don't know if he was there that time. We was all hanging out. Um, he goes to leave, and he hits about where Long John's is, and he drags it all the way past Kroger's, and everybody in the parking lot stopped and everybody turned to watch and they was all in awe and you know that that truck i've always loved his truck and i think that's what really got me into the bug of going from static drop to bags
1: Ladies and gentlemen, for the last 45 minutes or so, you have listened to our guest, Steve Taylor. Steve Taylor is putting on the Revolution Kentucky Mini Truck Show in Middlesbrough, Kentucky on August 28th. Saturday, August 28th. Check him out at RevolutionKY. August 29th. 29th. Oh,
0: it was August 29th. Okay, yeah. my bad.
1: Check him out at Revolution KY. He yep. has a Facebook account. He has an Instagram account. And he is active on several pages, including the Southeast Kentucky Mini Truck Council page. If you have a question for Steve, he will be happy to answer it for you. And honestly, come out and check this show out. You will regret it forever, Clint Perkins. If you don't, (laughs) check this show out. Thanks a lot for joining us, Steve, on the Lowest Common Denominator Podcast. (laughs) To make up for the fact that we picked on him, we have invited Tyler Cornett from Drag Gear back to the studio to let him hang out and experience something with us here in a few minutes as kind of a, oh, we're sorry, and a picture of a kitten. You know, so we're, that's our, our olive branch for mm. baiting you into a devastating ending on 13 Minutes of Fame. You baited However, him. However, we'll get back to that in a you second. You him. I baited him. I know. Well, you know, I looked at it, and the timer was running down, and I thought, I want to be a dick. We've been, well, that's not exactly what I thought. We've been friends a long time, and, <laughs> and he's kind of in on it anyway. So the next time will be a lot more organic. <laughs> I won't even look at the timer. Oh, I am sure. Mm-hmm. No, 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 seriously. I'll set it to make a noise with like 10 seconds to go or something like that. Donkey noise. Donkey noise. Jeffrey Dillard, donkey it, it, noise. It. Speaking of Jeffrey Dillard, we'll actually talk to him later.
2: Oh, we will. Yeah, we
1: will. yeah. But for now, um, we just got done listening to. Well, I guess we didn't listen, be that we were actively into it.
2: We're journalists. We just
1: yeah, <laughs> journalistic integrity. That's synonymous with the lowest common denominator podcast. Your voice, of the low life.
2: This is what you come for, professionalism, boys.
1: <laughs> professionalism, boys.
2: Yeah, that sounds with terrible. The, with a Z. Y'all right. I brought I brought it back up. I
1: don't think professionalism, boys, is possible in our club name generator. It it should be. So anyway, yeah, Tyler's in studio with us. Hi, Tyler. Hello. Hey, check it out. He's back, (laughs) and the friend of the show. In fact, if I was going to do a hashtag, it would be LCD Kenfolk.
3: Ah, yeah. Good hashtag. Good hashtag. I
1: actually kind of think I like that better than LCD Legends because I'm getting entirely too many hashtags that are prefaced with LCD. I may I may stick with the Kenfolk. Well, if it's not
0: LSD.
2: (laughs) <laughs> 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 you'd be surprised what you'd get if you start doing that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Move right along. So I've had to explain hybrid to a lot of people lately.
1: <laughs> I've had to explain skitter jiggy to a few. You
2: know, Tyler, you own a shirt company. Why don't you make shirts that say hybrid or skitter jiggy on it? We could do that. Yeah, I mean... I'd like to have one. You mean
1: just like a Jim Belushi college shirt, but it just says hybrid across it? Yes. Well, if nothing else, you could sell it to uninformed hipsters.
2: That's true. You could sell it to the actual hybrids, and we could have them labeled.
1: (laughs) Well, the hybrids aren't going to pay with cash, and I don't think he takes, you know, anyway. (laughs) Some kind of barter system. Hybrid currency.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Holler Is that like lawnmower parts? More far. <laughs> cases
1: holler. cases of Milwaukee's best <laughs> no. holler script. You know, holler script. holler script. You just you just won. That's oh, perfect. Holler. You know, hashtag I was, holler. Script. I was never a drinker. That was just something that never appealed to me. But always like girls. And once upon a time, I remember I was like seventeen, and that's about as the proper age for the local liquor store at the time to sell you anything and i was doing <laughs> i was doing big boy things and it's out of business uh, now so it's all good yeah. i was doing big boy things and i thought I, I thought i was doing big boy things and i went and bought a 30 pack of milwaukee's best and i think they called it the beast No, they do yeah they still call it the beast really it's gross. well anyway in the most eastern kentucky story ever i went and bought this and i was so afraid of taking it back to the house my mom and dad seeing it. it was for a party or something that weekend I took the case of beer, and I use that term loosely. I don't know anything about beer, but I think that was probably just, you know, corn-flavored water. It's piss. Anyway, um, so I took the case of beer and hid it under an abandoned coal tipple. And I had to go back a couple days later and hope that it was there. So, uh, anyway, just a random so hold on, story. Hold on, Did
2: you take the beer that had been under the coal tipple to the party?
1: It was liquid panty remover, man.
2: Ugh. Oh, it was skunked, dude. <laughs> That's just, oh, it's so awful. I don't know. I never drank it. <laughs> You better thank God you didn't do so, it. It's the super beast out here. So,
1: <laughs> super beast. That's a good Rob Zombie. It um is. So, like, for somebody that's completely uninformed, what exactly is skunked?
2: Skunked means it's got hot and cold, and then it develops this uh, more fermented taste. Well, anyways, that's a affirmative taste. Like so, sorry, affirmative.
1: But, Sorry about the vacuum cleaner, guys. We're recording on a Wednesday. Yeah. Is it going again? Yep, there it is. Yep, that's that's, that's outstanding. Yep,
2: lovely. We have people cleaning because we're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pause this for a second. We'll come back when the vacuum stops.
2: Okay. So skunked beer is actually caused by UV rays and. Like the blue color, if it's brown bottles, keep it from having, sucking up too much UV rays and makes this funny taste.
1: Well, I don't know anything about skunked beer.
2: But if you think regular beer tastes bad, skunked beer is a million times worse. Agreed? Uh, Tyler? I agree. Yeah. Well,
1: you know, anyway, back to this, I don't know anything about skunked beer, but one thing I do know a little bit about is generic Mountain Dew. Oh, God. It's something we've been talking about for a while now and I'm really excited about.
2: Oh, we're I just going want to, you to know that I'm going to buy
1: that pineapple Mountain Dew now. We're, <laughs> we're going to do the generic Mountain Dew Challenge. Now, here, this is all live reaction. We brought Tyler in as kind of a thank you for being our first 13 Minutes fan guest. He also gets to be the first, you know, kind of guest host that gets to play along with the generic Mountain Dew Challenge. So, so we've talked about this for a while, and I'm going to tell you about our offering here. So, what I have provided for us today... As the first contestant, or I guess control group variable, is Big K, which is Kroger, Extreme Citrus Drop, Turbocharged.
2: I feel like this is another punishment for Tyler.
1: This has a... (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you about the can. It looks like you took a melly Yellow can from back in the day. You ripped off the label, but you kept the horribly tacky yellow gold color. And then you made an eclipse of a lime and a not-so-ripe lime. And you put them right on this can, and you pick the worst extreme font from 2004 Fusion car audio advertising. Oh, really, it really looks like it, man. And yep. scripted it right across the can. Now, this is turbocharged, guys. I looked this up. Each can has 72 milligrams of caffeine, and that is where the turbocharged comes in. So before we crack this open, and this is going to be very eloquent. I mean, this is like... Mini-trucker wine tasting, you know, because <laughs> Mountain Dew. Yeah. Anyway, before we crack this open, I think we need to devise a rating scale. Does anybody have any suggestions? Okay.
2: Um, okay, let's, let's, let's agree on what kind of pop we find a 10. Lee, what do you find a 10 to be? Are we going to do 10? A 10? Um, One to 10 is always a One classic.
1: to 10 what, though? One to 10, uh, I don't know. 10 I mean, being the best, one being the worst. I was thinking more like... You know, three and a half out of five cans of, you know, oh, jolts okay. or something ten, like that.
2: Ten cans. Okay. We well,
1: we'll do a one to ten can rating. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, my perfect soft drink, and I refuse to say pop in context uh, because I don't usually breathe through my mouth.
2: <laughs> not I, usually, but you're going to drink Citrus Drop Turbo From, Kroger, from yep.
1: Kroger. It's mm. Big K brand from Kroger. Anyway... <laughs> Okay, the perfect soft drink for me is either the original Jolt Cola in glass bottles. That would be a ten. Or, and this is from back in the nineties, and I did finally get a six pack on eBay a few years ago, and I drank it in a dark room, and it was amazing. Or the original Surge from back in the nineties. Oh, I love Surge, but I swear Surge is different now. Matter is, my it? taste yeah. have changed so much. It's. Uh, what about you? What's perfect ten for a soda, for a soda dope?
2: Perfect ten. That's, the old that's really, really hard for me to do because I like soda. I do. That's the reason I'm fat. Uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> uh, I would. I'd say probably the one I never get tired of. I'm a classic Coke man. Classic Coke. Well, yeah. Well, we know about your past, but what do you like oh, in soft oh, drinks? Oh, oh, yeah. Um, man, the ice cubes get stuck in your nose sometimes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so really legit, just Coke. Man, that's I,
2: cool. What's it like to be seventy-four? Dear God, I have well, one in mind, and I don't remember what it was. Now. Do you
1: have to use a little bendy straw in your little tiny? Oh, I love bendy straws. That's just the child in me, though. It's why you're playing Othello, uh, or like you know, uh, I won't say chess because I play chess, checkers at the local country store. Ma, go get me a Coke and a bendy straw. Well, okay. So anyway, well. Tyler, what's what's yours? What's your number or your number ten? What is your ten out of ten perfect soft drink?
4: um a little old man as well um i like doctor pepper <laughs> yeah doctor pepper is a good drink i don't yeah. like that's well, my second well do either of y'all even like mountain dew no uh, sometimes very nope. rarely to me i like the
2: off flavors like i like the live wire Okay,
1: okay, Okay. I got you then. And that all may make appearances in the Generic Mountain Dew Challenge. The only thing we will not have is normal Mountain Dew. (laughs) So, anyway, that being said. That one's
2: bad, too, though.
1: And I've got a reason for this, and we'll discuss this in the first annual Meat Wiener and Mountain Holler Cruise in Legends Tailgate panel discussion, uh, cookout, et cetera, et cetera, later. meat. Swap me, ooh. Mm-hmm. So anyway, not not enough room for that, but that's a damn good idea. <laughs>
3: let's
1: let's not get that floated Mountain out. Mountain Dew swapping bulls. So Mountain Dew swapping. God, that sounds just really horrible. This right. is going to be horrible. So Coke, Coke, Pepsi, Pepsi, Coke, Coke, cheeseburger. Y'all remember um, Pepsi Blue?
2: Came out in like the yeah. 2000s. Man, it was good stuff, wasn't it? Now, now that one, I have no idea about, guys. Really? Yeah. I, Man, I, it was it was so sweet. Pepsi Blue, what? It was just called Pepsi Blue.
1: Pepsi Blue, what? yeah i'm 12 okay <laughs> so anyway big k extreme citrus drop y'all want to crack open the cans
2: sure.
1: how about the smell first guys you always do a smell test before you do a taste test
2: it smells like sugar that's all i smell is it sugar. does
1: smell like sugar it smells like wet sugar it really does smell <laughs> just like sugar water <laughs> i like this okay y'all ready for drink One, two, three.
2: There's no flavor. It lacks flavor completely. What do you mean there's no flavor? It just tastes like sugar to me. Really? You think so? See,
1: I think it tastes like. Oh, there's a
2: sour taste at the end. How can (laughs)
1: it smell as much sugar and it be this sour taste? So it has notes of lime You see what I did there? (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, I like it because to me it tastes like Mountain Dew, but it's not
4: as sweet. Because Mountain oh Dew. Oh, my God, it's
2: really sweet. <laughs> I'm going to let my teeth just rotted out. See,
4: I don't think that's as that sweet, actually. I, get, I agree. It's not quite as sweet as Mountain Dew. Okay. Well, what's your opinion on it? It's more Awful. of a toned-down Mountain Dew, yeah. but it's got the crisp. I don't taste anything crisp. I taste caffeine. Mellow yellow taste.
1: I can see it being more of a mellow yellow alternative than a Mountain Dew alternative, actually. Mm. I see that. Hmm. I mean I drink I this failure. I drink this and I think cold trickle from Days of Thunder in nineteen eighty
2: eight. Honestly, it tastes kinda like sun drop. You ever heard Sundrop? Mm. I have drank Sundrop. It's I been so that. long. It, it really tastes like Sundrop. Really? Now if, if we was gonna try something that was delicious, we should have got ski. Oh, I know, had ski. The Western
1: Kentucky guys are gonna hate me and Bob Blackburn's gonna hate me, but I think ski tastes like kinda like beer and orange juice.
2: Oh man, Ski's one of the greatest drinks ever.
1: It's gross. Oh, it's I, so good. It tastes burnt. It literally tastes like they made it in vats and allowed it to cook <laughs> in the sun. That
2: means that the next Mountain Dew Challenge is going to be Ski. The, it, the, well, you've ruined it now. The, oh, no. The I'm, fermentation means it. it's working. No, I just want you to know that I get to watch you drink it. That's the part that's important. Oh, man. Well, See, but I've already had that. So
1: this <laughs> well, is this is new to us. Big K Extreme Citrus Drop. Naturally flavored. Turbocharged. Turbocharged. <laughs> Has 190 calories per can.
2: The only reason he likes it is because it's filled with caffeine.
1: It also has 97 percent of your daily allowance of sugar <laughs> in one can. Look at the label. Christ. Yep, oh, 94. I'm sorry, it was wet. I couldn't see through the moisture. <laughs> so yeah, that's a uh, that's fun. And okay, guys, give me a rating. We we I'll uh, uh I'll do last. You guys give me a rating. i think, t-
2: from- t- honestly, let's just let's compare it. We're gonna compare it to Mountain Dew. Say, ten Mountain Dews.
1: So you're actually giving it a full 10?
2: No, no, no. no. Almost no, Okay, yeah, no, we're 10 apparent. Mountain Dews. From, gonna...
1: from a 1 to 10 can of Mountain Dew scale, what do you give this?
2: Uh, I give it a 3. A 3? You communist? It, I'm g- only giving it a 3 because it's got 70 milligrams of caffeine in it. What's wrong with that? But That's the only part that's actually a positive. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> so so what about you, Tyler? I'll go with six. Oh, a 6. A
4: really? 6? Okay. Really? I like that. Really? I've had
1: worse. Well, see, I'm actually going to be even more generous.
4: I give this a 7. Wow. I'm actually kind of impressed with it. You almost like it as much as Mountain Dew? Oh, they have a promise on the can. If you're not delighted, let us know. We'll make it right.
2: Delighted by diabetes? Oh, my God.
4: (laughs) Check it
1: out. The most skitter-jiggy thing I've ever read. (laughs) We promise your whole family will enjoy the refreshing. refresh,
4: refreshment.
1: Your whole family. Refreshing. this out real good, right? Your whole family will enjoy the refreshing flavor of Big K. So I can imagine Refleshy. just a shack with like nine children in it bouncing off the wall. They're knocking their bottles of Ritalin over. Just, <laughs> I'm hyped it's, up an extreme citrus dop- just, Like I can't even talk to that anyway
2: I'm going to drink this for the sheer fact that it, I don't want to waste it but. no
1: I'm going to drink it because I actually like it so awesome okay well that was that was fun that was the first ever generic Mountain Dew challenge and I thought okay now here's the important thing
2: it do doesn't we, have flavor
1: do we buy a few cases of this for the generic Mountain Dew wait we're talking about what's the name the first annual meat wiener and generic damn it the first annual meat wiener and mountain holler Cruise in slash cookout slash tailgate legend conversation around the fire slash et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do we provide this as a drink option? In fact, if we do, I'm going to put it in a cooler by itself and I'm going to rate it, our average rating, hmm. right <laughs> on the side of the box. No, I'm serious. That's not a bad idea. I think if somebody comes, they need to have different options of generic Mountain Dew and they need well, to know. I'll what, be honest
2: with you. I'd say this one should come because it's basically an energy drink.
1: Okay, okay, I can see that. Mm, so let's sense. see. We are with 17 out of 30, total cumulative. Do the math for me. What's what's the percentage there? Do the do the lowest common denominator for me there. What's our average?
2: Five and a third.
1: Five and a third
2: out of 10 cans? Yeah, that's what that Okay, to be, okay. It was Five th- th- solo.
1: All right, so 5.33 out of 10 cans, and we'll put that right on the side, and I think this should be an option. <laughs> so we should so.
2: want a picture of... Five and a half cans of Mountain Dew
1: on it. Yeah, we can round up. We can round up. And, and uh, I tell you what, we can actually set a limit. So if we don't score an average over five, yeah, we won't bother buying it.
3: Mm. Okay.
1: So it has to be at least a five out of ten to be present at the cookout.
2: Mm. Cool. I don't think we'll find anything that tastes worse than this. Dude, oh no, we will. You've not had Mountain Holler yet. Oh, dear God. But it has to I like, come. to the name.
1: I
3: like
2: it better. You like Mountain Holler better?
1: Yeah. Really? Because it has a picture of Norman Reedus on the bottle? No, it's totally Norman. Yeah, it's totally, it totally Norman is. Reedus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no doubt at all. It's a silhouette. They, yeah, but they were sitting around one day at the Mountain Hauler headquarters, and you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and, and they thought, you know. We don't really have any reason to put anything on this, so let's just flip on the TV. And they're watching The Walking Dead hit. And they're like, yeah, that's our guy right there. That is the face of the brand. Who is he? It doesn't matter. Let's just draw him. And I think that's what
2: happened. So where's Mountain Holler made at? Where, what, what company sells it?
1: Mountain Holler is Save-A-Lot. Yeah. And I have no idea. It's probably not in Arkansas. It's probably here in the mountains somewhere. It probably is. I mean, because isn't Save-A-Lot kind of an Appalachian thing, or is it nationwide? I
2: have no unearthly idea.
1: I have no unearthly idea either. I remember Food a City lot of, basically is. Oh, yeah. Food City is based out of Abington. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Food City is definitely definitely Appalachian. What, one day, what's theirs? Is one day, I'll tell you the story of getting thrown out of the Food City on the main Dragon in Pinion Forge. Thank <laughs> God it's gone now, because now I can go to the new one and shop. I have a life, <laughs> I have a lifetime ban since the two, since the two thousand and three Mini
4: Truck Nationals. Oh. I have a lifetime ban from is that it, Food City. Is nice. it similar to us being banned from Yoder's?
2: you all got got banned from Yoder's that's actually kind of sad no
4: but Ishmael gave us the dirtiest look
1: of shame ever (laughs) at Yoder's feel free Tyler if you want to share the tell tell the story if you you want to share the Yoder's story feel free what
4: was it that you were carrying I think it was macaroni salad
2: (laughs) hold on so Lee's carrying around macaroni salad in another did you
4: bring it in no no he got it there oh okay alright just making sure um, I'm not sure what happened, but I heard the plastic rustling and turned just in time to watch it slow motion fall
2: yeah, as it tumbled <laughs> to the ground, and
4: then when it hit the nice decorative vinyl tile, it just exploded. Uh. Did you ever watch the George
1: Michael Freedom video? <laughs> Where in the
2: refrain it
1: shows the same shot over and over of something either lighting on fire or exploding. Either his leather jacket burning up or the jukebox exploding. Well, essentially, in my head, freedom was playing because that damn tub of, of macaroni salad hit the floor like nine different times and just exploded in different directions. And then it there, rolled off. Well, if you remember, there was like a Karen there with her little girl in the next aisle and she like covered the girl's eyes and ran off. You know, how dare I spill the, the Amish food? And
2: God, did I love Did Amish you say
1: bakeries. something? Oh, I said something. Oh, that's, <laughs> what that's, that's why they left. That's a. I said a few things, and I think that's why I'm not allowed there anymore.
2: You know, Yoder's has the best cookies you ever eat, though. Tell it's the, the tr- right.
1: tell the truth, guys. Y'all ever get kicked out of a Walmart? Yeah, yeah, I've totally got kicked yeah. out. Of one. I think everybody's got kicked Before out. Before you even tell me the story, did it involve the big bouncy ball thing in the middle of the toy aisle, or the bicycles? It had to be one or the other, or Nerf guns.
2: Literally both of those.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it started
2: off with one, then led to another one. Somebody raked a bicycle into the tower of bouncy balls. Didn't they? <laughs> well, we was we was riding around the bicycles, bouncing the balls. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, we was playing tag with them in the middle of uh, Pikeville, Walmart. That is outstanding. Yep. Um, we, we was not sober.
1: Do you remember the crystals <laughs> that used to be in the parking lot? Of, God, yes. Of the, God I goodness. used to drive in the middle of the night when I had my Tacoma years ago and actually show up at that crystal was like 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, man, it's it, so good. You talk about a sad crew of people working there at 3 o'clock in the morning. at oh, In the crystals so. in Pikeville, Kentucky, though. It was a, oh, man. I miss crystals. I, I, as do I, as do I. I miss Peking. Well, anyway, so, God, I miss Peking. you know, <laughs> t- Tyler's time is money. Uh, we're not going to keep him much longer. We're quite appreciative that he stepped in and wanted to do the generic Mountain Dew Challenge with us, and I thought that was a pretty awesome thing. Just to recap the first half of this, and we'll wrap this up, and then we'll transition to give Jeffrey Diller a call. But the first half of the show so far, we had the opportunity to talk to Steve Tiller. Steve Tiller is the main man behind the Revolution Pro Show. It, Revolution Pro. Pro? Revo- I don't know. Revolution that, are, we, are we
2: selling tools? <sighs>
1: Anyway, <laughs> so, okay, I am I think it's this 72 milligrams of caffeine and 97% <laughs> daily sugar that my is God. making my brain, the synapses aren't quite firing right. But no, we talked to Steve, Flavulous. and Steve is a very quiet, very unassuming guy, but i tell you what, he's one of the best people I've ever met. And he is so devoted to making this a successful show for here in Eastern Kentucky, and it's maybe the one I've been most excited about all year. Uh, he has literally advertised it since this time last year and he has tried everything he could do to refrain. And we do have a little bit of announcement since, and of course, I'm sure you guys realize from listening to this episode, we recorded the Steve part, you know, much earlier than than what we're doing right now. But that being said, we've talked over the last couple of days and he had a great idea. He is going to do a Legends Row. Now explain. Okay. So thanks to Shannon Bullis. I think Shannon is kind of forefront of this for him. Steve come up with the idea of having a special row of vehicles that are influential to the scene, quote unquote. Local and, or? Well, no, dude. the 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 interest he's getting is more than national. I'm very impressed, and I say more huh. than national. He, you know, he's some, actually getting some Canadian interest as well. That, that's a neat idea. But these vehicles on this row are significant to the scene in some shape, form, or fashion. They're either feature vehicles, cover vehicles or survivors or historically significant vehicles. And I didn't know how it would go, but he's already got like 12 commits that are top of the line, top tier, and a couple of trucks that you've not seen in years that will be making their first appearance out at this show. And I can't spoil it. I'm not allowed to do that. But the Legends Row is going to be really rad. So if you have a truck and you're debating on coming and you want a little preferential VIP treatment, Why don't you reach out to Steve? You can find him at Revolution Ky on pretty much any social media platform. I think on Instagram he may be Revolution underscore four zero nine six five.
2: I have no unearthly idea. I just know that Steve is really good about advertising. He's doing a good job. He really is. He's all over the place, and
1: he's really you know uh, he even mentioned the fact that some of the special awards are donated by Drag Gear. That's our buddy Tyler sitting (laughs) right here beside us. Give you a little shout out there since you're jumping in and helping the cause. And Tyler. I'm going to put you in the spot. Are you going to attend the Meat Wiener and Mountain Holler Cruise in on the Friday night before? Yeah, I'll be there. Awesome. Okay,
2: well, great. That's cool. So we I'll d- be grilling meat wieners. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I'll, I'll but be- I'm, I'm eating before then. Lee said he's going to eat one of them. Oh, dude, I'm all about some mm. grilled hot dogs. See, I'm going to Shades of Brown, which sounds like poop, but well, I'll eat there anyways. <laughs> we will eat there. Okay. We will. There's eat a there. Crystals, too, apparently. So There is a Crystals, but we don't know if
1: it will be business by then. <laughs> Look, man, we will try the Shades restaurant on Saturday night. Wait for me on Saturday night, okay?
2: Okay. Because I'll eat it with you then. Well, I'm going to eat crystals then before I'm not eating one of the meat winners. I'm taking. So you just <laughs> wait until I bring them out. You're going to be like, what are those? I'm like, these are the economy. Dude, hot no, dogs? no, we've <laughs> we've already got people donating. Um, what? Yeah, we've already got people donating.
4: Come on, you're, man. So you're donating? not going to get the citrus drop version of uh, hot dogs? Oh my oh, God.
2: Yes, I am actually. Would that be a um, meat drop? <laughs> <laughs> you What's a meat drop? Don't, don't, I wouldn't recommend people like that. <laughs> yeah, please <don't. laughs> Oh, that just the thought of what that is. <laughs>
1: you know, this bridge between the two parts of this episode is essentially three 12 year old boys having a Dorito Mountain <laughs> Dew fueled sleepover.
4: You know, every drink of, of this that I've taken has tasted different. Dude, I was going to say. mixed up all the way, I'm going to be honest with you. Wow,
1: I think I just tasted yellow number five. It I tasted, actually, tastes like I agree. It's got really warm really quick. Yeah. Like, it was super cold when I opened it. And it was just like dry ice packs just getting thrown out, you know. Just all of a sudden, it's like microwaved. That drink was
2: nothing but sour. It
1: might be an actual catabolic reaction, you this know. It's putting bad. off
2: it I was getting better now? Yeah, it ain't, it ain't the Like, middle can, it
4: tastes different than it did at the top. They <laughs> really don't mix it up. It's a parfait of Mountain Dew goodness. I'm sorry. It started, generic, <laughs> it started eating the aluminum. I'll well, tell you what I will
2: do for all you guys. When I cook this hot dogs, I'll pour some Mountain Dew across them so you can have some Mountain Dew with your hot dogs. So oh, you
1: know there's barbecue sauce made out of Mountain Dew. You know there is. Oh, they have to I be. I think I've seen it. So I can make it. Are we both? Are we both going to grill? Hell, I wasn't
2: making you grill. Well, man, you know I've, I sure did offer
1: my help. Well, I, I will most definitely take it. I, uh, I I'll, I'll be bringing two grills, a big charcoal smoker, and uh, hard that,
2: pass on that one.
1: Oh no, that's low grill, man. Just wait, just wait. I like grilling, and then I'm I'm gonna make some cool stuff of hot dogs. You know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> man, okay, this couldn't <laughs> be more white trash than one of these, dude. Hashtag
1: I, Wiener Art. <laughs> wiener art. Also, something you probably shouldn't Google. <laughs> Don't Google that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's probably a horrible <laughs> idea. Okay. Yep. Yep. We've lost all eight of our listeners. <laughs> so, what the hell are these boys giggling about? I'm it, tired of this. It,
2: either they become more children like than us. Okay. Anyway.
1: So, but no, we've, we've kind of reflected on the Steve show and. We will let Tyler off the hook. It's already late. I know he has to get home to his lovely wife and child. So, Tyler, thank you so much for joining us, man. I hope that you have enjoyed the little... Yeah, you Technically, you're our first guest host. So <laughs> that's kind of a big thing, man. I think that's pretty rad. And uh, we're throwing you right in the LCD Ken fault category. Well, it was fun last time, man. I enjoy it. Well, we would like to see you again. So, you're you're a friend of the show, much like Jeffrey Dillard, and your time is is always welcome here. We'd love I'm to take any time.
4: I'm taking the the citrus drop with me. Oh, take you another one. I think there's <laughs> one left,
1: but be careful; it will eat through the can. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's
2: weird.
1: So anyway, it was cool that Tyler spent a little time with us tonight.
2: Oh yeah, man, that was great. It was great.
1: But in the break while we were saying goodbye to Tyler, you said something really cool, and I'm going to bring it out. So let's let's flesh this out. Ha, flesh. Um. <laughs> You said that you were interested in printing some three D awards. Yeah is, I, is this for the meat wiener Cruise?
2: Oh I I am thinking about it, man, because okay. I, I got one of my three D printers working today. I mean they won't be nothing extravagant, but they'll be funny looking and that's what's important. Well to that's me. yeah, God, yeah.
1: Who who needs extravagant? Uh, maybe one of a wiener. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so like a, a cartoon wiener hugging a cartoon Mountain Dew.
2: If I can find one, because I'll have to. Oh, God, yeah, big 3D. Never mind. All that stuff. But I'm
1: sure you can find a 3D hot dog. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's absolutely. amazing. That's, uh, well, hey, hold on. Well, when I, 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 Dude, I've, I'm sure I've got some old trophies somewhere. If not, I know Shannon Bullis has 38 trillion of them that he's been trying to get rid of for years. Like, do you think that we could print a small one and make it just like a trophy
2: topper? Yeah, make a topper. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to print but Oh, the one legged chicken. Yeah, if you'll email him out, I'll see if I can like stretch it out and make it 3d 3d that's rad definitely that,
1: definitely, definitely. that would be look really cool wouldn't it that would look super cool <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um blah 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 and we were talking about that and i'm really excited for the opportunity to kind of give back and, and you know it's neat over there we don't really have any influence in bell county but what we do have is one of the places that now i work and you used to we have a clinic over there with a parking lot right on the main drag It'll literally be the first thing that people see when they come into town. It's really great location. The problem is, it only probably has fifteen, maybe, maybe twenty well, I have spots a for trucks. Shoot,
2: I don't, I don't know anything about Middlesboro. Okay, that's fair to assume. Sure. So, uh, is there parking like within a walking distance? Oh my god, yeah, literally, yeah. our our clinic there is within sight of Walmart. Oh my god. Okay, so what we need would be everybody to park there and walk over.
1: Well, okay, directly across the four lane. The, the, now the park. Oh, and, there's a four lane. There is a four lane. It's US 25E. Well, I'm not um, getting anybody killed. Well, it's not getting anybody killed, but at the same time, <coughs> it's not that bad. And we're right it right right past the light intersection. It's uh as soon as you come into Middlesbrough down the hill there on 25E, we are to the left, and then right past us is a mobile home sales lot. So they'll be closed after five. And then right past that, there's like a Hardee's. Now, that's on that side of the road. And then there's a traffic light. Mm -hmm. And the traffic light is the intersection for Walmart. So, yeah, there's parking around. And and you have a traffic light, so it's not going to get anybody killed. And we're going to have to make a couple of special spots for whomever wants to talk that night. You know, we kind of talked about doing a Legends tailgate discussion. And that's not a podcast. That is literally just something for the people in attendance. I think there will be some awesome stories told. I've already talked to a couple of OG guys that really want to get into it. And I think it'll be absolute a blast just to sit around a campfire and I'll bring some fire pits. We'll have some fire pits. Sit around a campfire, you know, everybody's eight, maybe making some s'mores or marshmallows or whatever. And just listen to some of these guys that we look up to tell stories and we'll moderate it. You know, we'll 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 bounce back and forth with, forth with them a little bit. But it won't be for recording. It'll just be for the people in attendance as a thank you and a chance to kinda of ask some people that you've looked you know, up to.
2: We're joking about this shit, okay? That's well, a fact. We we are going to do it and all that, but the joke is that we don't we're not really taking it seriously. And what's going to happen is we're going to end up with like a hundred plus people, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be like, "What well, the fuck do we do?" Well,
1: let's 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 set a couple things there because again, let's say we have fifteen spots. Okay. And really, I think that's fair. If we get five legends,
2: okay, we got ten spots left,
1: and you got ten spots. We' are we
2: putting the grill out and stuff?
1: We can do that on the grass. And we got a back porch and stuff like that. So the the grill's fine. In fact, I might even back my trailer up because we'll have, you know, unloaded by then. I might even back my trailer up and we'll literally set the grills in the yard on the trailer. That is what I'm maybe thinking. Give us a little bit of a platform, if you will.
2: All right. We're going to park our trucks there.
1: Well, depending on what trucks are with us in our little convoy. Yeah, that's true. Because mine, I'm not going to take a spot with my truck to. You know, no way in, 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 in the world would I get there. How one.
2: are we getting there, Lee, if we don't take a spot with a truck?
1: Okay, well, you know, I guess my—at <laughs> least one of our— v- <laughs> Jesus Christ, Shay, we're going to have—well, you don't even know this yet, I don't think, but we're going to have in our little group just my stuff, four trucks.
2: Oh, dear God. Well, well we still have to drive a truck to the clinic. Yes. So there's there one truck that's going to have to have a parking spot.
1: <laughs> and that's got to be the Silverado. Or oh, yeah, Florida. absolutely.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And then we'll have to park the trailer because we'll have to haul the grill. Yeah. So there's yeah, two spots. Yeah. Unless you assume park it in the grass. I think I could
1: put it in the grass.
2: Okay, well, that's the one spot. So we have nine spots left.
1: Okay, okay. I'm, okay. I'm going to go ahead
2: and say eight just in case. Well,
1: you know, that's one thing. is it's. It, I think we kind of have to be fair. It has to be a first come, first serve. But I do ask this. If y'all going to come eat with us, I, I ain't gonna turn nobody away at no, all. We're gonna not. cook until we're out of food, man. Oh yeah. But that being said, and we want to send everybody home happy. But you know, if you're in a club, uh, especially a big club that oh, shows yeah. up there, yes. you really just probably need to bring one vehicle. Yeah. Uh, unless you're in the Legends panel or something like that, maybe one rep from each club, and they can bring something cool. You know, and and there'll be some rotating in and out over the night as people leave and people come. But and that does suck. But at the same time that's, you know, my place of business, so I have a little bit more safety, you know. Absolutely. Like, if I need to go in and flip the breaker, I can if the power kicks off, for example. I don't have to worry about, you know, anything like that. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess first come, first serve. Clint had the idea of having a special award for the coolest truck that can't make it in the parking lot. A sorry about your luck award, (laughs) you know, something really cool (laughs) like that.
2: I could make that a possibility. But
1: I'm excited about it. I don't know. Should I should I uh, set up the DJ equipment and, and allow music to play that night, or should we just do it in silence? Or,
2: well, I'm sure they're all in stereos. I, mean, uh, I I like the natural ambiance. To okay. be honest with, honest okay. with you, yeah. I'll, I'll hook up a small amp and some, some mics or something like that, but well, we Well if you want to do the legend panel and we're gonna ask them questions, we're gonna need mics anyway. So. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But we won't but we won't set up the full deal. Oh no, hopefully not. Yeah, God no, I hope. Not. That
2: thing's a blast to put together.
1: Well, I'm gonna say something else. Hmm. Uh talk to Clint. Yeah, now I am. I'm trying to convince him to come. I've mentioned this several times. Clint's Friday. Not no, no, no. I think I think Clint's gonna come. I'm I'm guilting him into it. Oh um, good job. Good job. <laughs> No, Clint is super motivated right now. He's been sending me some badass pictures of his progress on his wagon here recently, so I think he's going to be good to go. And, uh, and But I will stop calling him out because that's really kind of a dick move. You that's
2: know. A, well, yeah, we just like Clint. No.
1: Oh, we love Clint, absolutely. But anyway, uh, a legend in our eyes, even if not his own. <laughs> but anyway, that being said, I know he's making some awesome progress, and if he comes, then theoretically, here's my thinking, we're going to take out early on friday uh-huh. i hope you're off that day oh i'm, I'm gonna take my make sure you off. take that okay make sure you have that Take. um we'll leave early that day i'm gonna take the long way because my old silver auto i don't really want to go over Pine mountain pulling a you know 20 foot trailer yeah we're gonna it's gonna take about an extra hour but we're gonna go out to london and i think we can be in london by noon or a little bit before that's about when clint will be there from louisville based on what he told me hmm so we'll have a little bit of a convoy going down. But, you know, it will be awesome because we will, you don't know this yet. Again, I'm kind of sitting on something I've not told you. We're going to have four trucks of mine. And one's going to be in a trailer. You're driving one, and somebody else is driving another one. Anyway, that, add a couple more, that's going to be kind of a cool convoy, especially when I tell you what it is. Um, so, you know, we, as we get a little bit closer, because it's still a few months away, it's major. It's three months away, almost to the day. But anyway, it's a little bit, as we get a little bit closer, we'll put out an open invitation. If anybody wants to meet us up in London at 12, something like that, we'll all roll down together because the stretch of road from London to Middlesbrough is four-lane the entire way, some of the most beautiful countryside in all of eastern Kentucky. It's my favorite drive. How's the potholes? It's, it's 25 E dude. There are none.
2: Oh, that's awesome. It's,
1: there's no big mountains. <laughs> it's four-lane, beautiful. Uh, the only kind of rough stretch is the interstate between London and Corbin, but that's just like nine miles or something like that. And then we hit 25E or we go down the old 25 from London and just skip the interstate altogether. I just pulled a Shea, hit the okay. spring. Hold on, I got this. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> anyway.
2: But no, we can make... I mean, when's the last time you convoyed a mini-truck convoy Should to a have. show? Oh, God. Uh, it been over a decade, I guess. Oh, I was going
1: to say, mine's been unleashed. Oh, well, literally.
2: Well, hold on. Mine was probably literally actually probably 11 years ago. No kidding. Yeah, eleven years ago. Mine would have been unleashed 2008, mm. I think. Mine was the year after that. Well, we did uh, Midwest. Ah, gotcha. Okay, yeah. okay. It's 2008,
1: 2009. I don't know. It's been it's been a minute or two. I know that I was wearing really goofy ass dicky shorts and a flat brim hat, which always looks stupid on me.
2: It, it rained. I think on the way down too.
1: Now the year I uh, I'm talking about it was pre... Oh, you mean at it, it Midwest? Yeah. So anyway, blah 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 blah. Um, back to the whole point. You know we're gonna introduce a, a we're not gonna introduce him he's been on here before <laughs> we're gonna talk to Jeffrey Dillard right here in just a minute and Jeff has a bunch of cool things to tell us about his new event his new event being TriStar Tradition I think yeah. is a proper name we'll find out all the details when we talk to him are you ready to go ahead and get him on the line now oh yeah man ring him up all right man let's go ahead and take a second and let's get Jeffrey Dillard hooked up with
2: this episode well, let's do let's do, Jeffrey again. let's do Jeffrey let's do Jeffrey let's do Jeffrey.
1: Hope he's not handling his meat or anything. Oh, man. So, we are joined with our second guest for this episode, Shay.
2: So, we're doing Jeffrey Dillard again. We
1: are doing Jeffrey Dillard. Doing (laughs) Jeffrey Dillard Volume (laughs) 2. Jeff, thank you for joining us again. And,
5: well, you're very welcome. Hopefully everybody is not hating Jeffrey Dillard anymore, and we're up to, like, we've mid-grade to Jeffrey Dillard now, so.
1: well, well, like I said on, on the, uh, the, the new show page, you know, you're stymieing my creative direction here by being such a nice guy. You know, I, I, I've already built this podcast career over painting you as an asshole, and then and then I have to rename the episode... Everybody hates Jeffrey Diller, but not as much as they did before. Or, ah. everybody now passably likes Jeffrey Diller, but don't ask him to say that in front of a friend.
2: <laughs> Man, a you know,
5: Absolutely. Yeah, no, We don't tell anybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're beyond kind to join us again in such short order. And, you know, we never really expected to have the same guest on twice. However, you have just completely flipped the script on everybody and have made a massive announcement that has sent ripples down the the scene world... I mean, and that's what we want to bring you on and talk about, is is you have this new baby. Well, not a real baby. Well, I don't think you have a new baby. Do you have a new baby? He's jinxed No, you.
5: no, no. Well, that's j- uh, j- has been j- cut, snipped, and burned. So that's. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're a smart man.
5: Um, if there's a baby, there's a question to be had. <laughs>
1: well, let's talk about your new show baby. And I'm going to stay out of your way on this one, because obviously, just like before, you roll this better than me, man. So what do you want to tell us?
5: well let's just start where it started um because of the lcd podcast and i made a post about this actually friday or was it friday thursday something like that and you know it was very much reminiscent it was a boost start to remember why i was doing shows what got me interested into it what i wanted to achieve out of them and so it really kind of kick some ideas in my head i was already kind of on the edge of not doing Laid Out anymore, which obviously everybody kind of knows now. That show is just kind of riding off into the sunset on its own merit. It was an old me. It's an old Jeffrey. It's time for the new life of me and the new show to show it, and that's what we're going to roll with. So, uh, I thought long and hard what I wanted to do, and my good friend Dave Caldwell came over for the weekend. We were looking for locations. Um, Chris Denton actually showed me Uh, His town and I met Chris at another show that I do, Run to the Hills, where we do the toys for the kids for Christmas. Absolutely, you've been to that one. Oh, several times. There, the one in November and uh, the one in November. Yeah, yep. So, just another accolade of to why nobody really should hate me. So we'll (laughs) go with that. (laughs) uh, Anyway, so Chris and I met and I found out that he worked in the same town that I did for the Ford dealership, and I was just like, oh, that's cool, small town. Or small talk, and we just got going from there. And he's like, "Hey, man, let's hook up." Well, I posted up some items. Uh, six months later, seven months later, that I was trying to get rid of, just old parts and stuff like that. And Chris messaged me and said he was interested. Well, we got talking about doing some trading and things like that. And lo and behold, he got brought into why don't we do a show? And he's just like, "I've got the perfect location." So I drove down. Dave and I drove down to look it out. Or actually, my wife and I drove first with my our littlest. And we loved the park so much, we, we knew it was, was going to happen right there. Wow. We just had to figure out how and who and why. And so Chris luckily knows a gentleman that works for the um, county commission. And so we were able to get a hold of him, Vincent, who also happens to be running for state representative. So um, we formed a second meeting. That's where Dave and I went down. From there, we met with him, had a bunch of questions, as all promoters do. I think everybody that's ever done a show, you know, what are we going to do? How much is it going to cost? Where are we going to put everybody? Is this even feasible? So we went through all that, and by the end of the day, we were eating <laughs> eating tacos and drinking margaritas. <laughs> so we knew it was going to be a good fit. And so that night, we were just pumped. Dave and I drove back to my house in Murfreesboro. And all night we were just trying to come up with a name. What can we do? What can we do? Well, being in the middle of the state, I wanted to definitely use something TriStar uh, because that represents the middle Tennessee. Fair enough. And for some reason, I kept having the name South of the City stick in my head because we're going to be about 45 minutes south of Nashville. So anybody that is going to be coming to the show – it's going to be a Memorial Day weekend of 2021. They're going to be able just to pop up to Nashville and extend their weekend for a little bit if they choose to or come down early, vice versa.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's already with my plan. Mm.
5: 45 minutes from a major city in good times, that's nothing for a lot of people. A lot of people would drive that going into laid out at the park. So um, we thought it was definitely going to be a good fit. We met with the – actually, Vincent set up a meeting with me with the city manager – And some tourism folks from the city of Lewisburg, they have been fantastic. They're awesome. They're welcoming. And they just pretty much want to have their little town succeed. It's a population of about 11,500. So when we roll in, we're going to be basically half of their population for the weekend. (laughs) And when I can tell you it's the feel of the 8th show, I'll be respectful for you this show. Thanks, man. It's the feel of that. And it's the feel of mini naps combined with the beginning of what laid out at the park was. Jesus Christ! Jim. And I'm telling okay. you, I've got, you're, you're, I've got kool like, bumps right now. Explaining I was say, it to listen me. to
1: you, man. You you sound like an evangelist preacher. I mean, you're just like so singing this. I mean, shit, I'm buying in. I know nothing about it, and I'm already ready to drink your kool aid. Yeah, you know this this sounds well, right.
5: And I, I got to tell you, this is how easy it's been. We have been just overloaded. And there's a funny story to how the show got released. And I'll go into that but in a minute. But the night before I was going to start working on how we're going to release it and things like that, Riffy's Hot Rod Shop out of Knoxville, Tennessee was messaging me. And they're just like, hey, you know, how's things going? We heard, you know, you had a good meeting, things like that. How much is it to sponsor the show? Well, we got, it was through a text message five minutes later, there are sponsors. Oh, and wow. I'm like, oh my gosh, did that just happen? <laughs> so everything has been so smooth. We've had such a great just rapport with everybody that's reached out to us Fan or um, not fans but people from the city and the community i was on my way home yesterday from a funeral and there was a gentleman i had to call who had reached out to us on facebook i called him and he thanked me i know 30 times within a 10 minute phone call for bringing it to the community so oh wow that's great Lewisburg is ready for us it is 100 percent small town, there's a there's some chain restaurants like McDonald's, Hardy's things like that. But as far as actual restaurants and places to eat, hotels, it's all mom and pop small town business. Right. And right, right. that is exactly what I was looking to bring in is the help for a small town area.
1: Well, you know, that's a model that, that you and I have both kind of followed uh, over the years is we try and do something for the smaller towns, you, Morristown, me, Wattsburg, stuff like that it is so nice for you to be able to extend that established model of success out to a new town, so I'm sure in the process you were able to show them what you have actually brought in and accomplished, and I'd say you had a very well prepared- portfolio because I've never known you to be anything except for explicitly prepared so were they blown away well, by by the discussion i mean the project. oh man,
5: I'll even tell you the the conversation was nothing at all what I'm so used to so you know me well enough to know I'm. I what I do for a living. I go into CEOs. I talk to presidents of companies all day, every day. So I'm always prepared. Sure. Well, I went so far as to I've got their vision plan for the city of Lewisburg up to 2035, and I pulled out and highlighted all of the um, codes and all of the everything for the city because I didn't know what I was up against. And I walked in. I didn't even have to use the pages. I had to show them that I printed it because they didn't take me seriously. <laughs> so, I mean, they were so welcoming and just – they had maybe four questions for us. Um, I, I actually had a couple questions for them that their city attorney needed to get involved, but that's not anything that's unnormal. And they called me Friday, and he was just like, hey, can you send me a copy of the flyer? Because I I've had one drawn up and, um I actually used Mac Media to do my flyers this year from oh, wow. Freaks of Nature, j Yeah, okay, absolutely. And I knew that he's trying to get back on his feet and everything. And, I, you know, be me being me, I had to help somebody that's trying to get back out there. and do God, things You're so such an asshole. I definitely wanted to use God, him. I see why people hate you. He you know? had the skill set. And uh, it was just, I mean, he nailed it. He nailed the artwork for me. He nailed everything. And, you know, I presented it in the meeting. Well, the city manager called me Friday. He's like, hey, can you email that to me? I want to give it some, uh, to some city council members to get an approval before we really say yes. Well, in the meantime, David Caldwell and I had been on the horn just trying to get other magazines to see if they'd be interested in coming and things like that. When I forgot to say that in the initial meeting. So I was just like, well, yes, sir, I'll get that over to you. But I did forget to tell you. I've already got six national magazines that have said that they'll come. And he was just like, well, we don't need to talk to anybody else. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and take the bull by the horns. We're going to go ahead and say yes. Six? So that's six, actually what sold it. Six <laughs> so, national magazines? Oh, my God. Well, that is amazing. ECS. Yeah, you've got ECS. We've got street trucks. We've got uh, backyard customs. I'm, I, forgive me. You caught me grilling some pork chops, so I don't have the list in front of me. But hey, man, you, ha- three you handle your meat and all you want. What, baby, it's getting juicy over here. I don't know about you doing <laughs> something <over> there, but... <laughs> The chops are looking good. I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) Well, we won't keep you too terribly long. We definitely don't want to interrupt the dinner. But uh, so, Oh, no. Mama's in there mashing potatoes, so we're good. (laughs) You you call it whatever you want to call it, man. We don't ask too many questions. So, anyway, they were blown away by your proposal, and it sounded like it was a much more welcoming and easy time than what you had prepared for. You know, it's funny. As I've dealt with city councils for years and years and years, and I always feel just a little bit odd, you know, there was a couple years that felt really great, but a lot of Sometimes it feels like I'm just going through the motions, and it's just awkward, and I'm trying to appeal to a crowd that doesn't really appreciate or get what I'm doing. Quills. So Quilting and, you know, Banjos. gospel singing. So, like, you were just welcomed with open arms. I mean, this this sounds like you really found a home there.
5: Oh, it's so, it's so great. So we were sitting there in our meeting, and I'm going to go ahead and explain a little bit more if y'all got time.
1: Absolutely. But um,
5: we were sitting there talking, and the guy told me, you know, I've already spoke to a couple car clubs that are here in town. This is the city manager telling me this. And he's just like, you know, um, one of them has already been to your other show. And I was just like, oh, crap, he already knows about us. And he was just like, I know everything there is to know about you, big boy. And I was like, all right. <laughs> So, um, he had already done his research I, on me. I bet he, and, I bet he doesn't know that you know, play
1: with your pork while recording for podcasts. <laughs> well, yeah, no, he
5: probably didn't hear those. So. <laughs> but anyway, so we got talking and he was just like, well, I've got to bring up one thing. He's just like, what's going to happen if, you know, this stupid COVID stuff does a relapse. Yeah. And I was just like, well, let's go ahead and set a date. So. Yes, we're rolling Memorial Day weekend 2021, but if for some reason we have to flip, we've already got our date set for November. So, Oh, that's great. Um, so tentatively. this has
1: nothing to do so with this conversation. You had nothing to do with this conversation, but you said November, and it made me think about it. So are you still thinking about doing Run to the Hills at any point, uh, or is that completely gone into the sunset as well?
5: No. um, that is something that I want to do. Um, I have to – we always – So the thing about that show is that I can't advertise it too much, but we get a list from a certain group that absolutely knows that their peers or children that they are with every day. And I I won't be too specific, but it's a list that I know that kids need stuff. If we get a list, yes, I'm going to do it. Last year we did, I want to say there was 289 kids on that list.
1: So I'm going to go on record here.
5: If you do that show again,
1: I'm assuming that it will probably be in the mountains versus your new show. I will DJ. It that. will be in more time, Yeah. I will DJ. It will that be in show. I will DJ that show for free. If you would like me to, because I think it's such an amazing, amazing cause that you do. Uh, I'd be absolutely That's honored phenomenal. to help out with that. Well, no, no, I'm not that damn good of a DJ, so don't get too excited, but I would happily <laughs> do that. I would happily do that for you for free because I just think it's such an amazing cause and I love what you do for the kids there. And uh, so just throwing that out there, you've got me recorded saying that completely free. Anyway, um, so, I mean, I can see the excitement in your voice, man, and that's just so cool to see. I have not seen you this reinvigorated in years.
5: Well, and I have you to blame for it, So, or no, my no. wife has you to blame for it. I'm not sure how that's going to work. But. Well, yeah, get, <laughs> thanks, man. Get me killed. <laughs> uh, thanks a lot. You know, and I also said that in that post the other day, you know, I have so many to thank, and, you know, Nathan Coker was another one. He actually took the time to hear the Everybody Hates Jeffrey Dillard episode, <laughs> and, We knew of each other, but we didn't know each other. And he's just like, dude, I had no idea you even had, you know, what you stood for. He's just like, I'll follow. I'll do what you need me to do. That's awesome. And just by that one person stepping up. It, just that one person is all it took and it lit my fire like nobody's business. <laughs> well, you give us so, way too much credit man. and here we,
1: we have nothing to do with it. we were just a microphone yeah. you know you that's you man. that's your personality that is your drive for success. I'm just so glad that people got to hear it the way we had heard
5: it before. Well, and I'm very much appreciative of it um, and I will I will tell a funny story. I won't take up your whole night, but this is how it actually got released Friday. I had no intentions of releasing it Friday. I was sitting in my office at work, and I hope they're not listening now. But I was (laughs) fooling around with a private – I put the event on private so I could get it built just in time for it to go out when I was ready. Yes. And I'm sitting there, and I'm loading up everything, and all of a sudden, Chris Denton invites me to it. And I'm like, how the (laughs) hell did that (laughs) happen? And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, no, it's public. And so it just took (laughs) off, and I just let it So As far as details of – Pricing and things like that. Nobody's got a clue. <laughs> you know, I wasn't but, geared for this yet, but uh, I can tell you, this new show allows free spectators. I will never charge for this show to come in as a spectator.
1: Wow! It is oh, going to God. allow wow.
5: drive-through this... judging. Okay, it's flat. <laughs> so, and everybody that knows has been in Cherokee Park, they can appreciate this. Me, it's flat, <laughs> and so um, we are going to be doing. <laughs> Go, go ahead. Go. No. 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 We're keep just going. making stupid noises. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You go right ahead. Just keep going, man. We're good.
5: Oh, I got you. I got you. And we are going to be doing a um, drive-through video here in a few work, a uh, few weeks. I'm going to go down to Lowdown, um, where the flyers will be ready for the first time. Already? Going to be passing those out here in two weeks. You're going to have the flyers already this so early. So after that, I'm sorry.
1: You're to, you're goddamn it. You're going to have the flyers. <laughs> Hold on a second. I just made. I Hold just on. I just go, kicked let's something. Go, Hold guys, on.
2: Complete this. Hold
1: on. <laughs> Damn it! (laughs) Okay, so let me me try this again coherently.
3: (laughs) Okay, you
1: you actually uh, you know I don't know why I do this. I need to find a new hobby. You actually have the flyers already that close to production? Yeah. Oh my god, man! Wow, just real. That That is is insane.
2: Usually everybody's like maybe six months before the show they finally get flyers. Wow. So it gets them
1: a year. You've already got enough sponsors to justify publishing the flyers. That is really impressive.
5: Well, I do have some very good sponsors, but at the same time, I was running them without them. Like, I mean, Riffy's picked up, I've got a couple logo sponsors that are going to be on there, and we're just going to run with it, and if I add more later, great. If not, this is coming out of my wife and my pocket, so, you know, it's one of those we're giving back to the community things that we like to do, so... Wow, um, I mean, that's that's
1: awesome. Well, Hell, what we were going we to it regardless, hmm. just,
3: just,
1: just, your wow. your level of excitement, though. I just I, I just, can't get over it, man. I, I think it's so exciting to hear a show promoter that has done so much and for so many years still be this excited over a new venture, this is a, a complete new direction for you, man, and I cannot wait. You know, is there any is there any hook to it? Is there anything that you have planned that will make this unique? I mean, obviously every production that you do is unique, but what is making this one so special?
5: So there's a funny side to this, um, and it's by no means against Southeast MiniNats. Okay. So when everybody's gonna roll through and what they're gonna see is a statue of a goat at the stage of this place. <laughs> and I kid you not. This is where they have the goat festival. Yeah. And uh you've told you know, me that. I, I know you and I've spoken to awesome. it offline or right. you know, off air, and I gotta tell you. It's just such a giggle for me because I'm like (laughs) these people wanted me to incorporate the goat somehow, and I'm like, oh no, I can't do that to Jason. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) But we've got a few tricks up our sleeve, and um, that will be the the most square is.
1: That will be the that will be the most photographed goat statue in the United States of America. Right, no come doubt. next Memorial oh, Day, man. it will be covered in club stickers. Oh man! Oh
3: absolutely!
5: <laughs> oh no 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 no! We're, we we can't do that. <laughs> like this thing is you know maybe a maybe one podcast monument. sticker. Like, yeah. All hail the goat!
1: All hail the goat!
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome. Okay. Cool. So. We we talk about cults a lot in this program, program but you <laughs> I'm, know I'm loving this. all hell the goats. Okay, this. This so great. anyway, the main drag is adorned with a goat statue. This the home of the goat festival. This I can't wait. You know you, know, you don't have to tell me nothing about the show. Right. This is this is selling well, me all by the itself. The one
2: thing I have to ask because I seen I seen uh, your advertisement online is the sh- is the show named TriStar Productions or South of the City?
5: So it, the full name is going to be TriStar Tradition. And then at the bottom of it, almost like a biker, back of a biker vest. At the bottom of it's going to be south of the city, and we've got, got the Nashville skyline in the flyer because we want people to know. You know, nobody's really heard of Lewisburg, but they're going to. Oh, that's And awesome. we used that Nashville skyline. I used my one of my marketing degrees to <laughs> put that in there just so it would attract people and let them know that it's close to central, Tennessee, or you know, it's in central Tennessee.
1: You know, this is this is going so to be just, the best thing to happen you know, to Central Tennessee since slamming and jamming. You
2: know, Jeff's always easy to have on here because he. We don't really have to ask him any questions. Hardly. Oh yeah, both of us have actually
1: like, take turns leaving, going to the bathroom, and stuff. Yes. And Jeff could, Jeff could take this show yeah. and never miss a beat.
2: No, never. people
1: would not miss us at no, all. No,
2: no. no, no, no he problem. might
1: even break ten listeners. <laughs> Honestly, man, we've taken up. Well, we were r- up
5: to eight and a half last time. Now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the half left
5: yeah, we we just have the uh, hateful eight what, lift, <laughs> yeah, so you didn't get me on there soon enough with a goat, I gotta tell you. <laughs>
1: You're like a shot of energy for us, man. Thank you so much. Jeff, we've taken up enough of your time. We knew this would be kind of a short segment, but we wanted to be out there to get kind of the first few questions because so many people see your name attached to it, and they know it's going to be a quality production. They know it's going to be an absolute five-star event, or I guess in your case, a three-star event. Ha-ha. Oh. But, yeah, you see what I did there? No intended here. I made a Tennessee <laughs> reference, even though it made my skin itch a little bit. And that being said, thank you so much for your time, Jeff. I mean, we're all looking forward to it, and I hope at some point throughout the the next year of advertising i'm sure that we will cross paths several times and maybe when a few more details get fleshed out you might even want to join us again and, and talk a little bit more about it i'll be glad to jeffrey dillard tri-star tradition south of the city next memorial day weekend 2021 lewisburg tennessee y'all better mark your calendars this thing will be the best thing to happen to middle tennessee since Dirk bentley yeah, who the hell is Dirk Bentley? Is that a name? What is a Dirk Do Bentley? people get that? What is a That's Dirk Bentley? That's a name. Bentley? Yeah. Country was, Music shop. Was that the yeah, restaurant, you, right. that you, the restaurant you took me to? I don't think it was, was it? Damn it. <laughs> Fail.
3: <laughs> Thank, oh, you. Wow,
1: wow. Thank you so much for your time, Jeff.
5: <laughs> All right, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.
1: Man, that was Jeffrey
2: Dillard. So, I just want to note, the goat thing, Uh, I wonder if there's any sacrificing allowed? Oh, the whole time I was thinking, you know, Baphomet, the the entire time. You know that town has a dark, dark, (laughs) satanic history that they don't want to talk about. It is. It's like one of those times when you go to sleep in a town, you wonder if you're going to wake up with people standing around you holding daggers.
1: I will get a picture, I don't want to say on the goat,
2: because technically that
1: would be vandalism. Yeah, that would be. So, let's say with the goat. I will get a picture with the goat. Okay. That's, that's, that's pretty rad. In fact, I think I'm more interested in going to the goat festival. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, it was cool Jeff to join us again, man. It's always a blast to have him on here. Yeah, I think Jeff's always fun. He's funny as hell, and you never would would expect that. And yeah, he was um, cooking his meat when he He was. Cooked. We, we uh, were afraid of that, and he was, in fact, handling his meat the whole time that he was on the phone He's, with He us. was really
2: porking it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're in rare form tonight, but I don't uh, think that's a good thing. Yeah, you know. So anyway, <laughs> yes. uh, our, our, hell I mean, his excitement was very infectious. I really enjoyed listening to him talk about. It. I've not heard him this excited since you know a long time ago. About laid out.
2: You know, I hope that his trophies have goats on them.
1: Oh my God! If he doesn't, oh, he, he is too. so missing the chance.
2: I mean, you got to put the goat on there. The, the, yeah, <laughs> I would still put goats on there. Yeah,
1: no question. It just, I mean, 3D, or not 3D printed. That was back all the way to our mid-episode mid break, talking yeah. about the 3D printed hot dogs. No, like, I don't know, get one of the fancy sponsors that he has, like Welch's, for example, that does the awesome metal art and get them to do some cut out goats. And oh, that'd be
2: so cool.
1: I'm cool with that. Big goat I, award? Uh, just a gun eye goat skull. Oh, so cool. Man, we're starting to get satanic. Uh, All right. Yeah, well, you know, it happens. He likes cults. Uh, I love cults. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this has been an absolute monster of an episode. Oh, it has been. Do you think that people will, I mean, is this it? Will this kill us? Because I bet you when this is done, it'll probably be almost
2: two hours. No, early. because we're going we're to make them happy with giving them Meat winners and Mountain Holler. <laughs>
1: Actually, I think we're way over two hours now. That I think. About it. Well, I figured we was
2: at this point, you know. You
1: know, we were talking about that a little while ago. Uh, back to our cookout thing. The, uh, I think, and obviously don't want to take any focus away from Revolution, but I think it'll be a lot of fun to have a no stress, just hang out the night before, and um, and then you know everybody will be fed well, and and you can go into the show the next day at least in a full stomach. And that night, yeah, we we'll, we'll we'll try shades. I'm mm. cool with that. You know, you've got me thinking about food. I'm not eight tonight, and I'm kind of on the dinner thing.
2: Man, I, I'm craving the steak. Oh, damn, what I'd give. I cannot wait to restaurants open back up. Well, they open back up
1: well, okay. and they're not with COVID. Safely. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm still – and, you know, that kind of – now, that's one thing. We need to put a big asterisk on this whole cookout thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to be stupid about it. If it we're right in the middle of a, a COVID relapse, you know, I don't think at this point there's anything that will cause uh, Steve to postpone the show.
2: I don't think so either. But
1: at the same time, I'm not going to invite everybody to a tight knit parking lot, you know, for no social distancing and come come roast your your, your hot dogs and your marshmallows around a fire with you know a hundred other people or a thousand or five I don't know what'll show up and uh, you know we can possibly cut it off for that. But my plan right now is for us to do a little grilling and a little hanging out and kind of like it was an old school river run.
2: Uh, well, <clears throat> I hope that. Uh... I don't figure we're going to have another relapse till winter time, anyways. So I think if any show is really going to happen this year, it's going to be the ones right before.
1: Did I tell you I'm building a completely paper subwoofer box?
2: No, no.
1: So I've got a reason. It's not totally random.
2: I hope you have a reason. I
1: do have a reason, and we'll talk about that another day. But I definitely have a reason.
2: So you're building out paper? Like
1: paper cardboard? Mach- I'm cardboard. building a completely biodegradable, completely throwaway subwoofer enclosure. In fact, I've went ahead and ordered subwoofers for it.
2: I can't imagine they'd be very heavy if you're going to put well, them Well, they in the are apartment.
1: not very heavy. Yeah. They are less than three pounds each. I ordered some 10-inch glitter cone Titan subwoofers with splatter paint and a yellow surround.
2: Wow. Well, they are. Are they sparkly,
1: too, to top it all off? They are sparkly. Jesus Christ. They are. <laughs> Jesus had nothing to do with it. This was from Parts (laughs) Express. (laughs) No. No. So I'm going to build a fully cardboard subwoofer enclosure with four 10-inch subwoofers in it. And my intention is to cruise 25E once during the Revolution show, bumping a little bit in a cardboard subwoofer box. So... Did you know that triple laminated 7mm cardboard sheets has a variable shear uh, rating of 260 pounds per square inch vertically? Yeah, but that's only vertically.
2: Yeah, well, you know,
1: <laughs> laminate three pieces of it together, little bracing, little bracing made out of press board. This is going to be something else, isn't it? Oh, man. I've already been on all over Facebook Marketplace looking for super thick tubing, uh, and my plan is to use 8-inch concrete forming tubes. Sonotubes. tubes, okay. Eight-inch forming tubes, like you told me earlier, uh, people actually use for airports. Yes. Anyway, use that for essentially an isolated sound chamber and vertical support inside the enclosure. So, yeah, huh. and, and I'll be posting some pictures. Uh, huh. I don't really have a personal Instagram anymore. I mean, I've got the Appalachian Car Shows Instagram, but I hardly ever use it because I suck at social media. <laughs> Me too, but I'll man. definitely, at least on like some of the Facebook groups we're in, I'll post some pictures. I might even post them to the Appalachian Audio Organization, you, your you page. Sh- you should. How quickly would I get ostracized by well, treating it like honestly, a full SPL build and putting up very technical drawings and pictures, my well, math?
2: Well, one of the rules to stay in the organization is that you can't ridicule people, so oh technically speaking you can, wow yeah so they, they can't do anything about it they're just gonna be like oh my god yep i can't wait no it's gonna be wonderful i'll, I'll do that i hope you do it so that, that's that's
1: there's no way i can possibly get the truck of many colors interior done in time for revolution
2: well hopefully your door panels will be done
1: oh yeah hopefully my door panels will be done actually uh those are at justin Hall's shop there in virgin i'm, I'm really excited to see what he does with them you know ever since i lost my interior guys a couple of years ago I've been looking for an interior source, and I'm excited to try something new. So we'll see how it turns out. Mm. Um, let's see what else well, that just popped in my head. You know, ADD. I wanted mm. to share the fact I'm building a paper subwoofer <laughs> box, and uh, blah blah blah.
2: Yep. What else is going on? Are
1: mm. we? is This about cooked for this episode? I mean, because we're we're deep
2: in it. Well, I'd say we we probably should call it cooked. We've done Jeffrey Dillard. We we did him again. We, we hosted Steve Tiller. He Played with his mate. And he Steve Tiller? Oh, no no, no. no, 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 no. No, he had the, the awful fire. Oh, noise. the fire alarm. Yeah. Um,
1: it reminds me. I'll have to go back and edit that out. Also, yeah. I, you know, we had vacuum show up in the middle of the show.
2: I mean, this show is filled with... It's, all we needed was a siren you know, to I'm top almost, it all off. <laughs> That's all we needed was a siren. Any professionalism that we have
1: garnered in the last few episodes, yeah, we lost it tonight. <laughs> But well, we we, we, have, it. we have people cleaning for us. So. We, <laughs> well, not for us. <laughs> Just don't tell nobody. Just happen man. to be in the same place. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, you know Tyler come in and guest hosted with us a little bit. That was fun. And we did our first ever generic Mountain Dew challenge. Is there anything else uh, that we should do before we wrap this up?
2: Not that I can think of.
1: Okay, man. We should th- maybe start a cult, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. Well, you know, the whole thing about the meat wiener and generic mountain hauler cruising is actually, it's recruiting. It is. Yep, yep. It really is. I mean, think about it. Fire, libations, goat. Oh, no, that's that's Jeffrey's thing. Oh, no, no, the we goat's in there.
2: Do you want to barbecue a goat?
1: I like pepperoni. For my host Shay Mullins, I am LMC, and you have spent an ungodly amount of time today. <laughs> if you've made it this far, you're almost at two. You're over two hours listening to the most recent episode, episode ten. We made it to ten. What was we calling this one? What the hell are we calling this one? We've not decided yet. Uh. But we, Jesus Christ, we've we've talked to Steve Taylor. We have talked to Jeffrey Dillard. We had a guest host. We did our generic Mount Dew challenge. We spent way too much time talking about meat wieners. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we'll gosh. have to figure that out later. Yeah. And I have no idea what this episode is going to be called. But it is episode ten, and you've listened to it. If remember, you've made it this far. Remember,
2: thanks. like, share, and subscribe.
1: If you like what we do, for some sick reason, sick depraved sad reason, please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook dot com slash. LCD Podcast. Hell, it took me a second to remember that. We still, we're getting so close to the YouTube 100 subscribers thing, so we can actually have a YouTube.com slash blah, blah, blah. But right now, either follow the link in the description or just search LCD podcast. We are not the one about math. We are not the one about Broadway shows. We, though, we definitely aren't. We are definitely either. not. A, look for the one-eyed, one-legged chicken. Mm-hmm. That's Bess. If That's, you find Bess, you found us. Revolution. <laughs> not Revolution. Shades of Brown. I've said Revolution so many times <laughs> this episode. Not, nor Shades of Brown. <laughs> we do Instagram. That is at LCD Podcast. You can hashtag LCD Podcast to see all the random rambling posts that we've put up. And you can usually find our smart ass comments on random places on social media. Once again for my co host Shay Montz- Oh, one more thing. Please we have been getting so much feedback and we're so happy to get it. We get a lot of messages, a lot of comments. Some people are telling us we're stupid, some people are telling us and we are. Oh, yeah, we are definitely some, some people are telling us that they enjoy us. You know, one thing we are what we are. We yeah, make that's funny. We well, I don't know about funny. i you're funny. I'm I'm just questionable. <laughs> But we put on no act, guys. No, it's what we really are. This is the way we really are in real life. We don't do anything different on Mm -hmm. this microphone that we would do in person. So... You know, you see us at a show, please, God, come up and say hi. You know, talk to us for a little bit. I mean, you got a social distance right now. Oh, yeah. But – got... six, <laughs> six foot, guys. Six foot. Six, six foot. Six foot. Yep, we wear masks. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, no, seriously, come up and talk to us and send us messages. And if you want to see something new in the show or you did or didn't like a segment or you want to see more of something, whether that be the 13 Minutes of Fame, whether that be the LCD Legends series, the Town Halls, whatever, all you got to do is let us know. Any post you make you want to talk about us, just throw a hashtag in there or call us out on it. We'll check it out, and and we love talking to you all. I think this is the coolest part of this is getting to reach out, make some new connections, and refresh some old ones. Mm -hmm. So, Guy, I'm ready to wrap this up and go home, and I'm sure everybody listening is too.
2: Absolutely. It's time to go eat. (laughs) Food. Yeah. I'm not eating meat wieners either.
1: I think it's that time. Say goodnight, Shay.
2: I love cults.
1: He loves cults. See y'all next time.
2: I reckon it
0: looks like you've done wasted half an hour or more listening to the Voice of the Low line. <laughs> You're still in the spirit. Don't fret. Them boys will be back out of their hollers in just a week or two with the next part of this fine episode. Thank you for listening to the Lowest Common Denominator podcast with your hosts, Lee and Shay. See y'all next time.